If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rolls enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. I remember down in Houston, we were putting on a show When a cowboy in the back stood up and yelled, Cotton on Joe! He said, we love what you're doing, boys don't get us wrong There's just something missing in your song If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man so rousing up that both faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. So we dusted off our boots and put our cowboy hats on straight. Them Texans raised the roof when Jeff opened up his case. You say y'all all want a two-step You say you want a do si -do. Well, here's a fiddling song before we go If you're gonna play in Texas You gotta have a fiddle in the band That lead guitar is hot But not for Louisiana man So rolls enough that both are faded love And let's all dance If you're gonna play in Texas You gotta have a fiddle in the band Worked hard all week, 
got a little jingle on a Tennessee Saturday night. Couldn't feel better. I'm together with my Dixieland delight. Spend my dollar, park in a holler, need the mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little loving, a little turn it up in on a Mason Dixon night. It's my life, oh so right. Munching on clover, red-tailed hawk sitting on a limb. Chubby old groundhog croaking bullfrog. Free as a feeling in the wind. Homegrown country girl gonna give me a whirl on a Tennessee Saturday night. Lucky as a seven. Living in heaven with my Dixieland delight. Spend my dollar, park in a holler, need the mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little loving, a little turtle dovin' on a Mason Dixon night. It's my life.
tomorrow night. Today's double shot day, so I thought I'd start it off with a double shot of Alabama. Going to see them in Fort Worth. I had to go out there yesterday to get the tickets. Now, yesterday was a great day. Yesterday was awesome. Why? Well, let, let's start it off with... It's t-shirt time? Yeah. 12 tennis t-shirts on. Yeah, it, it, is it, it is. This it's one's a puke. t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, you don't say a fucking word about Polly Walnuts, the greatest character on The Sopranos. Polly Walnuts. I finally got a Polly Walnut shirt, and he's doing his finger point. When he points at people, instead of just using his index finger, the pinky comes out and the thumb's out, too. He, he's like doing the, the, the sign for love that deaf people do, but he, he turns his hand and he points at people. So that's a T-shirt, and today's a bonus day. Got a new letter A hat. Went to the, uh, the, 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 the team store for the Allen football team, and it's an A inside the state of Texas, and it's badass. Perfect. But that's not even the big thing. You ready for the big thing yesterday in Fort Worth? So we go to Fort Worth, and we thought there was an Allen's Boots. If you've ever been to Austin, go to Allen's Boots. Best boot store in the world. No, they ain't got one in Fort Worth. I thought they had one there. We were wrong. So we said, well, let's just go to the, the Justin Factory Outlet store. Justin Boots. I, I grew up wearing Justin Boots. I've been wearing Justin Boots since I was in kindergarten. Okay? And I, look, I got Lucchese's. I got Tacova's, But my heart belongs to Justin. I've had a pair of Justin elephant skin boots that I got from my high school graduation. Still wear them, and, and, and they still fit today. So we go in there yesterday, and lo and behold, Braddy Kid finds a pair that is just amazing. She has now a pair of, are you ready for this? Purple elephant skin boots. That's right, she's got purple elephant skin boots. I was so excited for her. And then I turned the corner. And lo and behold, I've been holding out because I, I, the, the only pair of boots that I've been wanting for the last year or so are turtle skin boots. And, and there's a couple companies that make them. Well, these boots that I found yesterday are so much better than turtle skin. You see, I've got, what, three pair of ostrich, two pair of elephant, 
I got a pair of shit kickers that 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 you just wear when it's shitty outside. I got a pair of alligators. Oh, I I, I got lizards, and I got uh, caiman. Caiman's a smaller version of an alligator. Yesterday we found Mecca. I have now in my possession. It's like an olive greenish color pair of boots, and they are. That's right. Let's all say it together. Crocodile. So I've got crocodile, alligator. I have I have endangered species in my closet, and I couldn't be happier. And you goddamn right, that's what I'm wearing to the show. And I'm wearing those to court on Tuesday with my overalls that are getting hemmed as we speak. So yesterday was a magnifique day. Topped off with some Berea tacos at a place in Garland that were phenomenal. Yesterday was just a good day. I mean, it was a good day yesterday. So, uh, Braddy Kid, let me just say thank you for such a good day yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, let's get to today now. Douglas first one here. He says, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday Eve. Andrew says, good morning, ass family. What a glorious day in the promised land of Texas. I can't deny that. It is gorgeous outside. Uh, Douglas says, California in the land of new rebellion. <laughs> Straight Fire says, good morning. Let's all grab some ass. Amen to that. Jenny Lynn says, good morning. Happy Friday Eve. Alicia says, good morning, ass, and happy Friday Eve. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a spectacular day. Arise, good morning. Now, I did the Alabama songs, and the last one there was Dixieland Delight, and when we saw them in Nashville, they did that one twice for some reason. Like, I, I guess he forgot the words to one of the other songs, and he just started doing that. And she says they'll sing that three times, I bet. Alicia, by the way, is back to her own old routine, so she's going to be here in the mornings. More, hopefully, now. Hangtown Jen says, morning, ass family. Happy Thursday. Adam J says, buenos dias, Arnie. Oh, Adam J, I can't wait until you next week or November 1st when I release my new T-shirts. We've got a brand new T-shirt idea, and, and, and you're kind of help. You know, I'm going to send it to you because I, 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 I can't give it out yet. I mean, this is one of those things. It's a trade secret. Uh, so here you go. Adam J., I'm sending it to you as we speak. Uh, let's see. And, and Young Harm is just the fucking man because he came up with it. So there you go. Send it to him. Love the idea. Uh, Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. The Jesse Ventura clip had me in the floor laughing. I found that yesterday on uh, on TikTok, and I was like, oh, I got to play it. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, just like me. Hashtag predator. Oh, I love that line. Uh, Brady Kitts says, go Braves. Braves won last night. We will talk a little bit of baseball. Today, we do have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming on. Not many great college games this weekend. We got a full slate of the NFL, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of report on uh, – the baseball playoffs going on right now. Uh, Brad says, good morning, ass. Uh, at least every gay man out there is stoked to hear that just Arnie's heart belongs to Justin. Every gay man named Justin. <laughs> uh, MJ says, phenomenal. I have more week until uh, the lime skittle is back. One week until, yes, yes. Otherwise, the, the green skittles are known around the house as skittle bombs. Someone likes to throw Skittle Bombs, but does not like Skittle Bombs thrown at them. I'll let you think and guess who that is. 
Now, I say that today is a great day, and yesterday was a phenomenal day. It was until I got home and started working on the show. The only way corporations are going to stop backing down from assholes is when real people like us get tired of it and start saying, oh, okay, you're going to back down? Then we're going to take our money back. Netflix CEO Ted Sardanos claims now that he screwed up while defending Dave Chappelle. Quote, I screwed up in that internal communication. I did that. I screwed up in two ways. First and foremost, I should have led with a lot more humanity. I had a lot of employees who were definitely feeling pain and hurt from a decision we made. And I think that needs to be acknowledged up front before you get into the nuts and bolts of anything. What he's talking about, by the way. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Uh, Buenos, did you see the shirt? The Polly Walnut shirt today. T-shirt game, strong. Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special called The Closer. Where he jokes, he picks on a lot of people. He picks on black people in it. He picks on white people in it. And he picks on LGBTQ XYZ people in there. Yes, I, I, I am talking about Netflix, and I'm going to talk about the event that happened yesterday, which made me even sicker. But now it seems that the CEO is saying that he fucked up by backing the artist. Now, I have not seen yet, or I have not heard, if they are going to pull the closer down off their streaming service. And if and when they do, which they will, I will be canceling my Netflix Subscription forever. (laughs) Did he really say nuts and bolts? What a sexist homophobe. Cancel him. Uh, When he pulls down the the Dave Chappelle, and and by the way, we're just a matter of, I would say, either hours or a couple days away from that one coming down. It sickens me that that comedians are not allowed to make jokes, that we have a protected class now in this country, and that is the alphabet people, as Dave Chappelle calls them, and I'm going to steal that because I can't put all the letters together anymore. The alphabet people are better than you. You just need to know that. The alphabet people are now protected people. Yesterday should be absolute positive proof that that's true. Yesterday, there was a big rally in front of the Netflix building or wherever they are. People protesting. Now, in this country, you are allowed to protest peacefully. And I will stand up for you and say you have every right. I might not agree with what you're protesting, as these protesters were. I didn't agree with them, but they have every right to do that. There were a few counter-protesters. 
Now, we see these people uh, as well, and they're allowed to counter-protest because, once again, you have that right in this country. Well, as soon as the counter-protesters showed up, and it was only a few, it was the main video is one guy. And he says, he, he had a sign-up that says, I like Dave Chappelle. Literally, that's what his sign said. This woke mob then attacked his sign, getting in his face and ripping his sign apart in front of him. Now, he had to sign up on, a, on like, I don't know, a broom handle. They ripped it down, and then they started saying, he has a weapon. I, I, I'm not making it. Here it is. They've taken his sign now as they're ripping it up. Now, now, one of these protesters is right in front of him, touching him. I'll tell you this right now. That fucking bitch touches me. Boom! She's going to get drilled. I'm not touching anything. Why are they in his face? I'm just here to say that jokes are funny, people. This makes me sick. This makes me want to go down there. And, and let me just tell you real quick, I'm tougher than everybody that's there. I will go around and be issuing out ass whoopings uh, one at a time. Oh, what did you order today? Oh, you ordered the, 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 the ass whooping over easy? No problem. What ta 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 Uh, can I post it? Let's see. Yes, I can. Here you go. Now, here's the thing. Is this guy a shit disturber? I would say yes. Just as much as Antifa is whenever there's a rally. Or vaxxers are whenever there's an anti-vax rally. They're allowed to be there. They're allowed to have their opinions. They're allowed to counter-protest. Yet yesterday at Netflix, these people attacked this guy. And when I say attacked, they grabbed a sign and they ripped it apart. And then they said he had a weapon in a stick. Really? Really? He has a weapon? He has a weapon that you created. Matt Walsh, who I am not the biggest fan of, but... Put stuff up like that from time to time. Post a video of this thing. It's non-binary and has two names. Pretty sure the thing has a penis, but uh, wants to look like Jabba the Hutt. Um, I saw a video of Ben Shapiro and Adam Carolla promoting comedy specials being produced by Daily Wire, Ben's company. Maybe they can snatch up Chappelle somehow and stun entertainment. That would be freaking awesome. That would be awesome. They got oh they, their ass whooping's got to be hard boiled okay Douglas no problem I I I'm I'm literally literally dumbfounded at how far we've gone 
to protect a, a, an entire community and say, fuck the other community. This community can do whatever the fuck they want. I believe every community should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Not just one. Now, when a LGBTQ person comes out and goes on stage, and they're a comedian, and they start making fun of heterosexuals, or let's go back to yesterday, shall we? Let's go back to the story we we did yesterday about how those college kids were so upset that some cisgender men, which I don't even know what that is. That's just straight men. Cisgender men were there to install radiators at a college? How dare they? Wouldn't that, isn't that the same reaction if they were at a male dormitory somewhere and you sent in a bunch of transgendered fix-it people and they were installed? I, look, 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 suspend your disbelief for a second. Let's believe that a tranny could actually install a radiator. But if it was a group of transsexuals that were installing this and those cisgendered men in this dorm had a problem with it, oh, the world would be over. How dare you not let them do their job? They're just there to put in a a radiator. Uh Uh-huh. And? And? You see, it's not passing the smell test, people. That's why I say they're a protected class now. If those were employees, they should be fired. Um, I love how the woke mob is so offended by Dave Chappelle's words, but the movie Cuties is just fine today. I'm not, I'm not um, familiar with the, the movie Cuties. If you can tell me about that. What's funny is so many shitheads videotaping everything, thus incriminating themselves later in court, like ripping a sign and showing he did not have a weapon. If this guy was smart, look, look, and this guy won't do it. This, this, this is some fat guy who thinks he's really funny and was going to be on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Here's the, because that's what he said. He goes, I guess I'll never be on Saturday Night Live now. You're going to, yeah, you need somebody with balls and time on their hand. You know, somebody like me. Let's say that this was me and they did this to my sign. You're goddamn right. I'm charging everybody there that they infringed on my constitutional rights, and I'm going to sue for $5 trillion. And I'm going to court. And everybody that had camera videos will show my First Amendment rights were infringed upon. Give me my trillions of dollars. Fuck you, Elon Musk. I'm going to be the first trillionaire. And it ain't going to just be on paper. I, I would like to think that I, I could hold my anger in that long. But, but let me just say this. If I'm at uh, and I'm, I'm protesting something and these people were to do that to my sign. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Oh, cisgender equals born a male and identifies as a male. Sorry, y'all I had to learn the lingo in higher education. So cisgender is normal. Oh, God damn it, I did it again, didn't I? That's a man who, who identifies as a man. So just call him a man. 
I mean, I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 50. Sue for trillions, settle for hundreds of millions from the Ass Wrestling Federation with Chairman Austin. Oh, man. If I got trillions of dollars, you goddamn right. I would fix the wrestling business. I would buy the WWE, and the first thing I do is call Steve Austin and go, hey, Steve, do you want to make $40 million a year? All you got to do is come and do the broadcasts. Hey, Rock, you want to make $40 million a year? All you got to do is come in every, I don't know, three months and put the smackdown on somebody's Rudy Tootie ass. Dudley boys would be back. Hell, if I could dig up the fucking Road Warriors, they'd be back. Scott Steiner's kid in NXT, I, first of all, I would fold NXT, get rid of that shit. I'd bring up Braun Breaker from NXT, let him name Rex Steiner. I'd give him the strap pretty much immediately. Oh, by the way, ladies wrestling, gone, unless there's mud or cream corn involved. <laughs> Arnie, using the word normal offends me. Please stop it. Normal, normal, normal. I googled cisgender. I saved a ton versus three higher education. <laughs> Uh, damn it, you beat me to the Gundy clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I am so, this is so stupid. What's great, Douglas, the people at the college I'm at in Oklahoma didn't, didn't know what the term meant the other day. I only know from working at colleges on the West Coast. Cisgender. So, you mean regular. Oh, you can't say that. They're not right. There's no such thing as regular or normal. Shut up. Yes, there is. Look, look, look. The more we try to change words in our society, I go by they and them. They, them are my pronouns. They can't be. How do I describe you to somebody? Oh, they wears, uh, because uh, you're a single person, but they, they, she is, is singular. They is plural. If I was going to say she's wearing, she's wearing a sweater. They is wearing a sweater. That makes zero sense. We're dumbing the world down. Why did we learn sentence structure growing up in school if we're just going to all throw it the fuck away? They is a nice person. Oh, wait, I, I don't know. Can I even say person? They is a nice they. What fucking ghettofied world do you, uh, they, them? Them's a real good cook. You would used to say, well, boy, that person's a fucking oaky. That person's a redneck. Them's a good cook. But now that's correct. <laughs> As I sit here rubbing my temples. Oh, uh, good morning, Mike D. How are you, my friend? Now the big thing is to put pronouns on your Zoom profile, too. I refuse to do it. I feel like it's obvious I'm a girl. It is. But when you start saying they wears pants, you get attacked by people claiming you're appropriating AAVE, African-American vernacular English. 
Arnie stating cisgender equals normal gender made me vote for the first time. I actually understand what cisgender is. Some of us need it dumbed down. Yeah. Almost sounds Viking. (laughs) I want my grade corrected for incorrect sentences. No shit. I want my fucking old GPA fixed. English was never my strong suit. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how hard it is probably to be a teacher right now? And they have to correct it, and they circle it in red. Oh, oh, sorry, that's right. Teachers can't use red. That's too aggressive of a color now. I'm sorry. No, that, that, that's real. No, no I'm, not, I'm not making that up. That's real. Um, they'll circle it in neutral colors. They'll circle it in and say that's wrong. And then the parents will show up at school and go, excuse me, excuse me. My child, because they don't know what to call the kid, daughter, son, whatever. My child used they, them, if they're pronouns, and they, they were to write a sentence using pronouns, and you said they used the wrong pronouns. They didn't. Why don't you do this? Hey, 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 transgender and fucking asshole society that wants to change the language. Instead of naming your kid... Clover, or Apple, or, uh, I, I don't know, Poindexter. Name your kids, they, and them. That would save a lot of time. If the proper name, if the Christian name, oh, I did it again, Christian name. If they name is they, just name them they. Then they ain't got to change pronouns. They can, they can sound like they're talking in third person all the time. And that can make us even stupider as a society. By the way, do you think that this problem is happening in China or Russia right now? Oh, the answer to that is... Elmo says, go fuck yourself. Yeah, see, <laughs> even Elmo knows. This shit ain't going on in other countries. They're busy working at factories and trying not to be oppressed by the government. But we here in America are upset over fucking pronouns and comedians making jokes. I have never felt like I lived in the Middle East more. Here's an example. Dave Chappelle will get his, he will be canceled for this. Do we remember just a couple weeks ago? Ask family. It was just, what, maybe a month ago? A comedian was drug out into the streets of Afghanistan because he's made TikTok videos talking about how bad a group is. And they killed him. Let me just tell you this right now. If you were to cancel me, I would rather I hand you a gun and just shoot me in the fucking head. That would hurt less. The world that we live in now, come on. We all have to start our part now to take it back. I do my part each and every morning by being here. I am not going to, if somebody were to look at me and go, excuse me, my pronouns are this, that, and the other, 
You know what I would do? I'd just walk away from you. You don't, you, you don't get to be in my life. I'm sorry, you just don't. I ain't, I ain't going to change my vernacular for your sorry ass. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, Ogre, I'm right there with that. Red pins piss the Indians off. Uh, all of you think I'm kidding when I pray for an asteroid to end this debacle of genetic experiment known as Homo sapiens. I'm right there with you. I don't want to dodge any more asteroids. Just hit me. I will not use those BS pronouns. I have no issue with using he or she for a trans woman or opposite, but I will not use these made-up ones for, the, for a single person. Here's the problem. Douglas, you shouldn't have to. But the problem is, is if you don't, then you have to be ready to be singled out, and you are the bad person. If you're ready for that, then come join the cause. I'm ready for it. I have zero problems with it. The problem is, it's a lot harder. And I believe people like you, Douglas, would be able to do that. The problem is, we need more. This fat bastard who went to Netflix yesterday, I, I applaud him for doing it. He, he, he knew what he was doing. But see, all these counter-protesters know what they're doing. And counter-protesting is legal in this country. These people thwarted his First Amendment right. And if I were him, I would be going. I would, I, I would want facial recognition of all these people, and a lot of them have masks on, but I imagine a lot of them have come out and gone on their blogs talking about what they did. And I would sue each and every one of them for fucking with my civil rights as a man. His civil rights were violated yesterday. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Ogre says, you know the part of the Bible with the flood, Noah and his ark, written by some conservative who was sick of all the stupid-ass people back then? It was wishful thinking. Probably the Brawn Age Ogre who wrote it. <laughs> Neutral colors when correcting a paper like number two pencil shade? We can't even correct colors, Dan? No, you can't. I, I'm not, I, I wasn't kidding about that. I, I've seen plenty of stories. I think I've even done a story on this show way back when, when teachers were fucking uh, accused of hatred or racism or whatever by using red pens. And it wasn't the Native Americans. It was because the color red is so aggressive. That's right. The color red is aggressive. And if you use it, it's a form of aggression to hold someone down. I... I, I, I don't even know what to say. Like I, I just sit back and I watch this and I go, this is the end of our country. China sitting back laughing. China, like the leader of China, President Xi, he probably has like 19 TVs in his office and like 10 of them are on Joe Biden fuck-ups. And the other is just following around America, watching itself implode. A comedian's job is to make jokes about the current situation in the world. And the main thing, a comedian's main job is to make people laugh. That's his job description, to make people laugh. And I will say this, Dave Chappelle made me laugh during his special. 
He's going to end up being canceled. I'm just telling you. My best friend is a teacher, and he is indeed not allowed to use a red pen. I, that, that, hey, I, I, I don't do this show just for me, people. I'm just telling you. I do it for everybody, and... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Red, like the Chinese flag, flag of their masters. Once again, okay, ask family, here you go. I want you to get your creative minds working. What if something like this were to happen in China? What would China, WWCD, what would China do? Hangtown Jenna, I'm gonna I'm gonna read your uh, thing here. The counter protester did, in my opinion, exactly what he intended to do. He made the alphabet protesters react. Yeah, proving we are all normal, all reactive, and none above reproach. We are all different and need to just learn to fucking get along or get the fuck off. But fighting to have only one way is the wrong way to go about it. Now I asked the question. What would happen in China if something like this were to happen? First of all, I, I, you have to suspend your disbelief and think that they're going to allow protesters in China. They aren't. They would send us to concentration camps, yes. V. Coop says they would euthanize us, yes. Uh, they, they would totally do... They, they don't have time for this shit. But see, us here in America... The, the, the hippy-dippy people, the people that just want us all to get along, love one another, peace, brother, peace. Oh, no. No, man. You, you've pussified a nation. You really have. I would hate to see what would happen. Honestly, hate. To see what would happen if China just finally decided that we're going to invade America. All they got to do is come in from the California side. Do you think Washington State, Oregon, and California are going to protect the rest of the country? Oh, the answer to that is fuck. No, they aren't. See, they won't come in the north way because they know folks up in Wyoming and the Dakotas even Minnesota and Michigan, they all have guns and they like to hunt. And Ted Nugent lives in fucking Michigan. So you ain't going to get across that. You're going to get fucked up there. You might be able to come in from the northeastern seaboard, the Connecticut, New York. Jersey is going to be a bump in the road for you. All the way down to Virginia. But you see, that's where it all ends. From North Carolina and all other entryways into America, up to about, I'll, I'll say, to, to Arizona. We're waiting. We want it. 
Come on. Hey, hey, China. Come on. Hey, invaders. Come on. You want to invade the South? And let me tell you, you better not do it during college football season. Because them folks in Alabama will fucking snap. But you're going to try to come in through Florida? And, and by the way, you fuck up a Cajun's Creole? They're just trying to have some gumbo on a fall day. And don't even get me started if you try to come in through the great state. God damn, we'll string your asses up. We don't give a fuck. Oh, man. Colors are now banned in schools. We have officially turned into the authoritarian state. We are China. Uh, we're doing what China and all other communist authoritatives do. Thank you, leftists. Yes, Ratburger, we have. Um, I don't think Dave Chappelle would have got away with this act. The alphabet people would not allowed to protest, and we would all be slightly more tan with slanting your eyes. It's kind of funny, as I've worked in a uh, construction my whole life, and we would talk a lot of shit. Like, I've been called a lot of names, and the only ones that I would stick are the ones that offended me. Like, seriously, when I got offended, it was entertaining to my coworkers. I just have a backbone and don't get as offended anymore. Like, where I work now, when my coworkers call me a hobbit, I fucking own it. And that's the best thing that you can do, Douglas. And I'm glad that you've learned that. Own everything they call you. That way they can't fuck with you. And you eventually own them. V. Coop says, I got Virginia covered. Okay, V. Coop, you're the one and only one I'm, I'm counting on there. Them Chinese wouldn't last two days in the swamp. Oh, fuck, no, they wouldn't. I'm just telling you. Hey, foreign lands, because I'm a worldwide show. So I'm talking to you, Taliban. China, President Z, I'm talking to you. Between September and January, don't fuck with the South. It's football season. You fuck up football season, we're going to be pissed. Try this one on for size. General Nick Saban. Boy, if he's leading an army, we have won. I'm just telling you that right now. That's the that's a God's honest truth right there. You let Nick Saban lead part of the fucking army. By the way, he's the head coach of Alabama football. You put him up there, and then and then somewhere somewhere somebody's got to hire General Belichick because he's got he's gonna have all the dirty fucking players in the military. Ho 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 ho! We just won everybody. Arnie State's figured it out for everybody. Y'all are welcome. You want to put my face on dollar bills? That's fine. I, I Okay. I don't want to be president. I, didn't, I just don't. If they invaded California, they'd have to, go, have to go on roads over the Sierras. And there's lots of red staters with guns and maybe explosives or the how to create them. Goodbye to the roads like I-50 or I-80 and all the small roads, choke, ch- checkpoints. Blanketed with trees. Good luck there. They also have to fly over everything or go all the way around the Mojave, also red staters, and through southern Oregon, also red staters. But the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Those red staters that you're talking about, yeah, those are going to become good bumps. But most of California's going to give in. 
you know, Nevada, look, Nevada used to be one of those fucking proud red states. And Reno's talking about firing half of their police force and almost a quarter of their firefighters because they didn't get an inoculation. That's, that's real. That's real talk, people. That's going to happen. Ed Ogeron, he's going to be in charge of the ladies. Go Tigers. Yes. Don't trust Colonel Sarkazian. He put up a good fight and then fold in the second half. Amen to that. You just gave away the new remake of the 60s movie, The Russians Are Coming. You should call it The Progressives Are Coming. Frankly, China can have New Mexico. The troops would get hooked on meth and think chili peppers are great. Yeah, probably. Shit, I doubt they'd get past the Cubans in Florida. Oh, yeah. Oh, you ain't going to know. Florida, we win. Texas, we win. Louisiana, we win. Mississippi, we're going to end up winning because nobody wants to be there. Alabama is led by Colonel Saban once again. You ain't going to win that. Tennessee, well, their football fans will just throw trash at all the Chinese. Oh, man. All right. Now, look, let's let's talk about this bullshit. Uh, You can tell most of us grew up watching Red Dawn, planning our escape and fight if we were ever invaded. We've all got it planned out. Invaders, come on. Don't get in the way of our millennials. We got this. Um, there is a new disease out there, everybody. Get ready. <laughs> they definitely can't invade Waco. The Baylor students would rape the Chinese and then say nothing happened. Kenneth Starr, <laughs> their dean, nothing happened here. Leptospirosis. Lepto, yeah, leptospirosis has been reported an increase in human cases. It's a bacterial disease that is happening all over the greater part of New York City. New York City! Um, 14 cases of human leptospirosis has been identified this year, a number it said more than total number reported any previous year. Can, Can we treat it with ivermectin, or is that bad? I guess it's in the rats. One person died of an infection and others were treated and discharged. So that this is just a warning out there. If you go to New York and you see a rat, don't take a picture with it. It'll probably fucking bite you. But, 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 but. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a new infectious strain of the Delta variant. A new sublineage of the high contagious Delta variant is spreading through the UK and has been detected in the United States. I think in Washington, the vets warned us about this disease because of the deer. So, once again, because... People are not getting the vaccine fast enough with our current, you know, commander in queef. We're going to roll out another strain. Nobody, nobody paid attention to the Epsilon, 
to the Lambda, Lambda, Lambda one, to any of these other ones. And now we got a new strain. How many times do I have to come out on this show and go, there's a new strain of COVID? Unbelievable. Do I believe in it? No. No, I I, I believe that this is just a way that they're trying to get everybody vaccinated. And, And yes, it's beyond, beyond maddening. Let's see, what's next here? Oh, 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 California, get ready. Patwin Elementary School in Davis, California. Okay, Northern California. Emailed parents on Monday saying their kids should wear warm coats, warm coats as they would have to eat in the rain because of COVID-19 restrictions. The school quickly backtracked. Hundreds of parents and teachers staged a walkout Monday to protest Governor Gavin Newsom's school vaccine mandate, even though a lot of people and a former show that I was on will say that didn't happen. I saw it happen. This is, you can't hide the truth. Uh, so so the kids are going to have to eat out in the rain because their parents didn't get them vaccinated? Why are they even being allowed in the schools? I mean, come on. These kids are fucking nothing more than super spreaders. I mean, isn't that a crime? We made it a crime for people to go around having sex and not disclosing your HIV positive, so why is this not a crime yet? Oh, am I giving them ideas? By the way, there's another school district that's talking about this. Colorado School District is being investigated right now. The district in Colorado Springs, after a photo of a student at Chinook Trail Middle School, was photographed with a mask taped on their face. So teachers are taping masks on kids' faces? All right, ass family. I'm going to ask you. Alicia, you there? What would you do if you were on, uh, all of a sudden you open the school's Facebook page to see what's going on, and there is your kid, and they have a mask taped on their face? My kid to throw hands at the teacher if they pull out tape with a mask will take the expulsion. Nothing like making a child feel ostracized. ostracized. Hey, you welcome to school. Now grab the duct duct tape, apply it to your mask, and eat outside. 
Mike D says, I'm going to jail. Doug says, fucking shit, these schools are just getting out of control. I'm thankful my son has a good teacher. Tattoo mask is now how Fauci, wait, 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 Ratberg sent this to me. Tattoo mask is how Fauci will stamp his vaccine number. Well, isn't that, isn't that kind of unique? Didn't, didn't we see that before? Didn't they tattoo people? Oh, that's right. In concentration camps. That, that, that's kind of funny. Uh, I would lose my shit, not even sure what I would do. I don't have a kid, but if I did, he probably deserved it, the asshole. How the fuck is that not child abuse? I'd probably be arrested for beating the bejesus out of that teacher. Cowboys Girl says, I'd want to whoop someone's ass, but I know that's frowned upon. I'm so happy to hear that my eldest son's teacher was at the rally Monday. Okay. Yeah, let 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 me let yeah. Oh, <laughs> that teacher's gonna get treated like mankind in hell in the cell. See, I, I would get to get I would get to live my dream then. This this is what I would do. The teacher that fucked up and taped a mask to Arnie Jr.'s face or little Arnette, I'd wait. See, I'd plan this out because I want to live the dream. Because this this used to be the dream that I used to have. My dream was to beat up a father in front of his son. I mean, like, whoop the holy hell out of a father in front of his son and then look at the kid and go, that's your role model. Because I would bring that back to life. Oh, I would stalk out that teacher. And as soon as that teacher's in front of his young'uns or, or her young'uns, because I don't give a shit. You're going to tape something on my kid? I am going to whoop your ass in front of your kid and go, that's your role model. Mm-mm-mm. Then maybe I'll put him in the figure four. I don't know. My sister in California told me that my niece's high school superintendent uh, suspends students if they use their phones to film anything in school. Has anyone else heard this? Just curious if they're trying to find a way to uh, not get caught doing whatever they're doing. That's very interesting. They still haven't released all the videotapes of that kid here in Texas that was getting bullied by a kid three years younger than him that he shot then four times. So uh, just be aware. I, I do these stories to make you aware of what is happening all over our glorious, beautiful country. That was in Colorado. So, yeah, you don't have to worry too much yet. Yet. By the way, get ready, California. As Ratburger sent me this story this morning, CNN is stating that an atmospheric river is going to unleash flooding across California. So, I remember when I first moved to Sacramento. Moved there from Reno. And I remember being told that the months from usually mid to late October until the spring suck because all it does there is rain. And by the way, for the first three years, that was true. All it did was rain during the fall. Constantly. And see, I hate the rain. 
I, I I'm not a fan of it. I like I like the sun. I like it to be nice outside. Right now the weather's perfect here in Texas. It's sunny. It's like 84. I I couldn't ask for better we- better weather. There are a lot of people out there that love the rain, and I get it. I understand that. But now they're calling to unleash flooding across. Why? Because the drought's over? Because that's what happens. Droughts come and they go, and now the drought has ended, and you're going to get some storms. You're going to go back to your normal weather cycle. But they're calling for unleashing flooding. Well, that's good. That means the lakes will get filled. Creeks will get filled back up. People won't have to be quite so restricted. Do do, do y'all not remember? Do do y'all not remember there was a drought before? And then all of a sudden there there were a couple of great winters with snow all the time, record number of snowstorms. See, this is the thing. This is the thing that I, the, one reason why I did not live, like living in Northern California and Northern Nevada was how much the people in the mountains bitched about the weather. That there wasn't enough snow and that, that then all of a sudden there's too much snow. Well, what do you want? Do you want the snow or do you not want the snow? That's like, that, honestly... For those people that, like, live up there and they work up there, that would be like going to Arby's and going, you put too much roast beef on my sandwich. I understand not enough roast beef on my sandwich. I get it. But when you go and you go, God damn it, you gave me too much roast beef on my sandwich. Shut up. Just shut up. God, we are such a bunch of fucking crybabies. Be happy that you got snow. Be happy that fucking you're going to get a lot of rain. And these fucking horrible pictures of Folsom Lake that are so fucking low. It's going to fill back up again. That's not a bad thing. But of course, CNN has to get on it and they, oh, it's an atmospheric event. No, it's simply called rain, dude. That's all. That's all. Uh, let's see. What do I got? I, I know I got to call uh, Joe Murphy here in just a little bit. But before I get to that, I got I got a couple more stories I got to do. Uh, oh, you know what? I can I can save that one. Okay, that's good. I can save that one. Wow, look at this. Radberger says, The drought in 1977 was worse than anything that we have ever since uh, seen since. The flooding in 1986 was worse than anything we'd ever seen in years. See, they have to, the atmosphere, the mother nature makes up for herself. Once again, we're not going to outsmart her. But keep trying. Keep trying. Um, surgeons, I, I got to do this story because I have a question that goes along with this story. This is a real story, too. On September 25th, researchers at New York University performed a transplant called the xenotransplantation. It's a two-hour procedure in which a kidney, which was obtained from a genetically engineered pig, was placed in a brain-dead human 
who had been placed on a ventilator with the consent of their family. The kidney was attached to the blood vessels in the donor's upper leg to keep outside of the abdomen, where it was covered with protective shield for the duration of the 54-hour study. And guess what? The pig kidney worked. Here's my question. Now, this person is brain dead, so this is still in study form. Let's say that they get a pig kidney and they transplant it to a human because they need kidney transplants. Will that human ever be allowed to eat pork again or will they be charged with cannibalism? Mike D says, uh, I'm out here. I've lived here since I was five. Same thing. Two, three years of drought. Then two, three years of flooding. Same thing for years. Kale says, I'm praying for global warming to kick into high so California can turn into Atlantis. Uh, Eventually, if he lives long enough, it will taste like bacon. Cannibal bacon excluded. (laughs) Cannibalism, LOL. Yeah. I saw this story and I was like, man. The doctor, because every once in a while, like, you'll, you'll have surgeries and you get, like, your spleen out and you can't eat, like, uh, sushi anymore. A friend of mine couldn't eat sushi for a long time because they were in a terrible car accident and they almost died. You had to limit what you ate because your body couldn't process it. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that doctor sit down with me. Mr. States, uh, you can no longer have pork products. I'd be like, take it out. Uh-uh, can't live. Need my ribs. Need my sausage. And if it were to ever happen with a cow, I would kill the doctor. Sir, you can't eat meat anymore. I would just fucking kill him. Flat out smack dab. Mr. States. Now that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to take my meat away from me? I'm going to take your life away from you. (sighs) Oh. I'm going to save that one for after sports. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah, we'll do that too. All right. Uh, The jokes today. Today's jokes on the old TikTok and Rooney here. Uh, Why did God even create man or men? Why did God create men? Because he couldn't figure out how to get a dildo to cut the grass. All right. There you go. That's good. Uh, What do you call a hooker with a runny nose? Full. And how do we know Bill Clinton had an actual affair with Monica Lewinsky? Because Hillary only blows elections. (laughs) Yes, I am very proud of those. Uh, All right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS, that is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We've got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming on next. 
and we will talk about the NFL. We'll talk about uh, college football, and we'll even talk about some of the baseball playoffs.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, good morning again, ass family. <laughs> What's that sound clip from? It, it's somebody I follow on TikTok. It, Hello. Joe Murphy! Whoa, what's up, buddy? How are you, my friend? Well, you know as well as I do, pimping is a struggle every day, bro. <laughs> you know that. You know, pimping is a struggle. Pimping ain't so easy, gotta, brother. Pimping ain't oh, easy. Oh, hell, you got to respect the hustle. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Joe, we, this is our normal Thursday conversation, but let's add a, a little to it. The baseball playoffs. Have you been paying attention? I have bet the, uh, the Astros the last two games. Son of a bitch! I hate so, the Astros. I know you do, but I, I you know, the, it was a winner. I mean, I, you know, I, I hate the Dodgers. So okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, are the Astros going to close out the Red Sox tomorrow night? You know who knows? Those Red Sox, they're kind of like the Dodgers, where they just pull miracles out of their butt sometimes. Mm-hmm. So oh, I agree. You never know. I gotta uh, think. Though, yeah. I gotta think though that the Dodgers series is over. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That one's over. Yeah. I, the Braves I, probably got that thing wrapped. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're so. up three-one, three-one, headed back to Atlanta. Uh, I. Uh, I, I yeah, don't. yeah. Three, what, they got what? Three games left, and they just got to win one of them. So, yeah, yeah. And, and two of them will be in Atlanta. I'm sorry, they got one more, I guess, in L.A. So that's good. Yeah. And then, and then now the, the Red Sox series is headed back to Houston. Yeah, it, I, I think the Red Sox are done for, I, and I'm rooting I, I, for them. I hate yeah, the I hate the Astros. You you hate the Astros, yeah. Well, I and uh, I I love how Dodger Stadium you know has like thirty people in it till about the sixth inning. Yeah, and then they're yeah. gone until the they come back in the ninth, and then they're like, "Yeah, we were here the whole time." Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. All right, let's but, go yeah. on. Uh, what do you think of the uh, just real quick, just just off the top of your head? And I didn't I didn't warn you about this one. This That's is why I love fine. you. What do you think about Ed Ogeron getting fired or or being asked to leave LSU at the end of the season? You know, I heard that. That would be the second worst one, I guess. The, the, you know, the guy at the Washington State, uh, he was a pack coach, wolf pack coach. Was, but uh, yeah, that's kind of a weird deal. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where they're, you know, they're a, a top program and you just flip. And you're done. You know, when Frank Stolich was at Nebraska, I think he was nine and three and got yeah. fired. It's amazing. Like what I've heard about Ed Ogeron, since the national title, they've gone nine and eight. In the two seasons since and they've gone nine yeah. and eight. And he was bringing chicks around the football program and letting their kids run in drills because he was out chasing ass. Yeah. If you if you get a chance, uh, you know how Peyton and Eli have their own shows. Yes. On ESPN Plus, uh, he Eli visits him, and he seems a little bit like you know just you know, like he's the you know not real focused. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, it's, when you win national championships, recruiting shouldn't be a problem. No, it and shouldn't. So, Especially yeah. at LSU. I mean, LSU is kind of a historic program. And I've only yeah. heard I've only heard two names: Christian Okoye, the offensive coordinator up in Kansas City, who you hear his name every year. Right. And then the other name I heard at LSU possibly is John Gruden. Wow, that would I'd like to see him. Man, come that would back, be something. You know. 
I don't know if they were joking about it, but boy, that would be a great place for him. That he just learned to speak Creole, (laughs) and he'd be fine. (laughs) All he'd have to do is learn how to say "Go Tigers." That's it. That's all he's got to say. Go Tigers. Yeah, you should see their locker room. It's Mm -hmm. on that show. I tell you, that's unbelievable. Uh, All right, let's get to some college football. Not a lot of great games this weekend. Uh, no. and, and by the way, I, I can guarantee you, super quick, I can guarantee one thing for sure Nebraska will not lose this yes, week. So neither will ahead. the Longhorns. The Longhorns will not blow a lead this weekend. They don't play. <laughs> I mean, both uh, my teams are off this weekend. The Cowboys and the Longhorns are off. What am I supposed to do? You know, that's crazy because I think the Steelers are off too. The oh, the for God's sakes. Uh, all right, first game we'll talk about is the number eight ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys. <laughs> Traveling to that gorgeous location of Ames, Iowa, to take on <laughs> Iowa State. You know, I heard a couple of bozos this morning discussing that game, and they were saying, you know, that they think it's, they don't understand why the spread is so big because Iowa State's favored by seven. Yeah. I think Iowa State wins that game. I don't know about by seven, but I I got a feeling Iowa State just gonna want it a little bit more. I don't know what happened to the Longhorns last week. Oh, I do. They have a bunch of quitters on the team from Tom Herman still. I'm sorry. I forgot that part. Um, Oklahoma State rolling into another tough place to play. Not not as tough as DKR down in Austin, but uh, Iowa State, their fans are crazy there. I, I think Oklahoma yeah. State finds a way to win this. Look, they're going to lose to Oklahoma, but... We all Maybe know that. You know, looking past it, you know. But, I, yeah, I like Iowa State, though. That was one of the games that stuck out to me, so I'm glad you picked it because I, I do like Iowa State, so uh, it'll be nice to see. That should be a good game. All right, what about this one here? Is this going to be any kind of game to, they're trying to save this rivalry of Notre Dame traveling or, or USC traveling to Notre Dame to take on the Irish? So you got the Trojans taking on the Irish. Right, right, and so uh, I, I got you know I get my kids from uh, Maury Laughlin for mm-hmm. that game, but um, <laughs> so but you know, the thing is, I, you know, I would think it would be you know like Notre Dame could blow this game, but then when we see how good Cincinnati is. Then, you know, Notre Dame's probably, they're not a bad team because Cincinnati's team, they look pretty good. I mean, when when Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, I thought, oh, gee. But uh, but uh, Notre Dame, I mean, Cincinnati's a good team. Notre Dame, that's their only loss. Uh, I kind of like the, I kind of like Notre Dame in that game. Notre Dame is only a six and a half point favorite against a three and three USC team at home. I, I still, exactly. I, Look, Notre Dame to me is still the Notre Dame that almost lost to Florida State this year. Right, right. Very first game of the year. And, and I, I don't trust. I just don't trust Brian Kelly. But I, I trust him to win this game because I think SC sucks. I mean, yeah, they, they do. You know, you cannot spell the word "suck" without USC. <laughs> That's right. It's That's physically right. impossible. So we both like Notre Dame in that one. Last college and then, game. And, and, and real quick, and then the Pac-12, so we don't get any respect. Well, that's right, because they yeah. don't deserve it. Anyway. Uh, speaking of, uh, how about the 5-1 and one Nevada Wolf Pack going on the road to take on the 5-2 and two Fresno State Bulldogs? 
Okay, that, uh, boy, the road thing. Yeah, that's what. Now Nevada five five and one, and they are four and two against the spread. Fresno State five and two. They're also five and two against the the spread. I, you know what? I, Fresno State. I mean, they should beat them, but I, I got a root for the pack. I got to I got to I got to hope the pack and. Uh, because if the Pack wins this game, he goes six and one, and just takes control of the Mountain West. Uh, they should be looking at it. They might not have to go to the Potato Bowl. Right, right. Uh, they might not get stuck in the Vegas Bowl like they get. I think Nevada. <laughs> if Nevada wins this game, I think. And and look, I'm no fan of the university itself. I don't like right. the people that run it. I, I have nothing wrong with the kids. Um, yeah. I think that that team should be nationally ranked, top twenty-five. Six and one at that time, winning uh, against Boise State and Fresno State in the same year. You got to give them some love. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they beat Fresno State, go to six and one, they might, they got to be in others receiving votes, maybe even crack at 25. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, well, let's do it now, shall we? Let's head to the big boys. But real quick, I want to throw in my super lock, easy okay. money. Okay, easy uh, lock money. And you don't have to, you don't have to worry about us. But UNLV, Owen Six, UNLV will win their first game of the year. They haven't uh, won tonight, a, actually. They haven't won a game in in what fucking three hundred and eighty days. <laughs> I think I think their coach was a busboy at the last supper when they won a game. But. But they, yeah, but they're going to win today. They're, UNLV will win tonight. Against today. San Jose State? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, it's in Vegas, so, uh, I, I, okay, that's your pick. I, I'm not. I'm staying away from that shit. Two really yeah. bad teams, no thanks. <laughs> uh, well. All right, let's okay. go to the game tonight that is um, really not that good of a game with a hurt oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield. The three and three Broncos are on the road in Cleveland, taking on the three and three Browns. Right, they're both three and three. They both stink. So Mayweather or uh, uh, Baker Mayfield Mayweather. Baker's not playing. Oh, he's and, not. And okay. I, and I've never been a fan of Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's like a. I, I, I mean, I, I just I, I think he's he's like fifty percent of a. Uh, Who's the who's the, uh, who's the, the uh, Ravens quarterback? Uh, I can't Lamar. think of his name. But, Lamar. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like a half of fifty percent of the Lamar Jackson type of quarterback. Okay. So, I'll, 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 let me see. <laughs> that thing's got to be like a pick'em. Uh, they've got Cleveland uh, minus one and a half. Okay. I, once again, I don't know why I'm taking the Browns. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, now to Sunday's games. First game, we've got the Washington football team, who's 2-4, and four, traveling to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field to take on the 5-1 and one Green Bay Packers. I, yeah, I got I to like the Packers in this thing. I, you know, when I was reading all about those emails and everything, I never knew what WFL stood for, or WFT. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally figured out yeah. Washington football team. That's fucking terrible, um, by the way. It's yeah, awful. Yeah. Early old Dan Snyder was so up again. Trying to pass the buck. Uh, I like the Packers. They're laying the touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, 
they, they look like they're finally, you know, in rhythm. So uh, they should roll. I, 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 th- I think the Packers win by like 20 points in this game. This, this, this is a terrible game. Yeah. Yeah, two and four Washington. Uh, yeah. Uh, Stackar just wrote me, rumors three-team trade, Watson to Dolphins, and Tua to the Washington football team. So the, the Houston Texans are fixing to trade Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins, and then Tua goes to the Washington team? I don't like that trade at all. That trade's awful. Yeah, yeah we'll see that. Well, that'd be crazy, but yeah, I, I, I don't like that trade. Uh, all right, next one up. The uh, three and three, which is weird to say, Kansas City Chiefs are on the road against the four and two Titans. Did you see, what did you think, Joe, of the ending of the Monday night football game? Okay, now give me a refresher. Uh, the uh, it was the Bills and the Titans. It was third and like four, and the quarterback Josh Allen he took the ball, sprinted out, and they didn't give him the first down, which he clearly got. So it's fourth I, I, and one. To be totally honest, I didn't. I did not see it. Okay, so, so I, it, let yeah. me let me recap it for you. It's fourth and one, and uh, Tennessee was up by a field goal. Fourth and one with 10, 15 seconds left in the game. And they're down by three, and they're on the five-yard line. And they only got one more timeout left. And they went for it on fourth and one and didn't get it instead of kicking the tying field goal. Right. I, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I heard about that. And uh, that is one of those things where you start thinking, was the fix in? Yeah. Or, you know, because, yeah. I mean, in college football, you know, I could see you going for the win. The hell with it. But in the pros, yeah, you got to, I mean, you got to tie it up. That, that, that is kind of bizarre. Yeah. But that happened on Monday night. And it, it, it could end up costing Buffalo home field advantage. I mean, I, I yeah. Was, who made the call? Was that the coach's yeah, call? I mean, yeah, but, the head coach made that call. He took a timeout. Wow. Like it was, it was so ridiculous because they said Josh Allen didn't get to the first down, but he got out of bounds. He fell out of bounds past the first down marker. So he got out of bounds past the first down marker, and the ball but was with him. And and then it's all of a sudden the ref. And then they took a timeout. They had two. They took a timeout. Why would you take a timeout if the ball was spotted out of bounds? Because the clock stops. It was very, very yeah. strange ending of that game. But let's get to this week's game of the Chiefs versus the Titans. Okay. Um, boy, I, Titans, uh, Titans, uh, what, Kansas City's five and a half. Always tough to win on the road. I don't care what. Uh, I think the Chiefs' struggles continue. Yeah. Uh, the Titans. Joe, what happened to the Chiefs? I mean, they, I, the last two years they've been in the Super Bowl. They've been unstoppable in the AFC. What happened? Same thing as LSU, I guess. I don't know. They just, they just yeah, that's it. Just, and they haven't lost a lot of guys. They seem to have, you know, yeah. the same personnel. So it, it's, it's crazy. It, yeah, they're, they're human beings, 11 human beings out there playing. We don't yep. know what's going through their head, you yep. know. So. I, I, I contractually have to take the Chiefs because it's in Tennessee, so I will take the Chiefs in that game. Um, okay. How about the Falcons versus the 2-3 and three Falcons? Boy, this is a fucking trash game. This, should get, this game should be in England. The Falcons against the 1-5 Dolphins? Well, 
Here's the, the motivation for this one. They're saying, hey, kid, you want to go freeze your ass off in GC? You better win this one. So oh, the, Dolphins win, the Dolphins win this one. I like the Dolphins. Okay, you like the Dolphins at home. How about the Jets and the Patriots? Well, this is a shit game. This has God, always this, been a shit this, game. The battle of the bad. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I I might actually watch the masked singer instead of one of these games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the, the past, in the past, this game has sucked because we know the Patriots are going to win by forty points. Now it's just going to suck because both teams are terrible. Exactly, and Patriots own four at home, that, that, and the Jets are owing three away. Yeah. So that is. Uh, nah, you know what? I'm taking the Jets. Wow. I'm going with the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, yeah. I see Joe Namath on the Medicare commercial, so that's <laughs> why I'm taking <laughs> uh, How about the 3-3 three and three, uh, North Car- Carolina Panthers going against the 1-5 New York football Giants? Oh, boy. Um... This is what the Carolina favors once again on the road. Uh, I, I I gotta take the home dog. I love a home dog. Wow! So I'm going with the Giants. Okay, there's no way I'm touching the Giants because they suck. They are terrible. They, they do suck. Yeah, you're right. Um. All right. Next one up, we got the four and two. This actually could be a good game. The four and two Cincinnati Bengals taking on the five and one Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, yeah, this is, this, I think it's the first decent game so far we've yeah. reached. Um, I, uh, boy, you know, the, that Lamar looks great. The Ravens look like really good this year. They really look good. They do. Yeah. So, uh, they, I, I got to take the Ravens at home. Yeah, because they do look, they, they, the Ravens look like the Chiefs all of a sudden. Okay. You know? All right. I like that. I think the Ravens win, but they don't cover. It's a, I got a six and a half point spread. I think the Bengals are starting to finally figure some stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, no, they really are. And and they always have been able to play deep. Yeah. The Ravens can play deep then. So, uh, so we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, I think the Ravens got this one. All right, here we go. The two and four Philadelphia Eagles are going to Las Vegas to take on the four and two. And quite impressive last week after a week of turmoil and shit. The Raiders come out last week and stomped a mud hole and won. What do you think yeah. about this game? Uh, I, I think the Raiders stay favored by the field goal. I think they stay uh, motivated. Uh, the Eagles coming all the way from Philly. Uh, I, you know, the Raiders, I, I just, I, I've always... I've always just thought the Raiders were even kind of boring, you know, but, uh, but, uh, now they seem to, they seem to have some life in them. I I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders to win this thing. And I actually root for the Raiders now a little bit because, you know, the Nevada thing. Uh, I got to take the Raiders all day in this. First of all, I hate the Eagles. They're in my conference. But secondly, I think the Raiders win this game hands down. Eagles are terrible. Eagles are awful. yeah, and they just, you know what, they just expect too much out of that Jalen Hurts kid. They do. They really they do. do. Good yeah. call. Good call on that. All right, we've got a revenge game of sorts here in the next one. The winless Detroit Lions, 0-6, are, are on the road against the 5-1 L.A. Rams. 
Matthew Stafford is taking on his old team, and Jared Goff is taking on his old team. Yeah, yeah. None of that matters, the Lions, because they'll be outside and on grass. They will lose. So, yeah. The Rams are a 15-point favorite at home. <laughs> well, you're not playing the Texans, bro. Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think Matt, Matt Stafford's going to throw for 700 yards in this game, I think. Yeah, he's having, he's, he's having a uh, looking like, a, like an MVP season. Yeah. So, oh, mean, yeah, it's crazy. He's got to be happy down there, you oh, know, with he's, the Playboy he's out of Detroit. Yeah, he's oh. out of Detroit. I mean, nobody's happy in Detroit, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, Rams. To, I like the Rams to roll, but I, I'll never lay 15. In, okay. in the, in the, I, don't, I just won't do that. I, I don't blame you. Uh, how about the 1-5 Houston Texans taking on the undefeated Arizona Cardinals? Holy <sighs> shit, the point spread in this one. I know, and you know what, Kyler Murray, I'm not kidding, he has almost the same stats as a Stafford, you know? Yeah. Uh, the kid's doing great, and, uh, you know, they, I just think they're going to lose. At 17 and a half, but not to the Texans. They won't <laughs> lose to the Texans. They can't lose so, to the Texans. If they lose to the I Texans, I don't ever want to hear about the Cardinals being a good team again. Yeah, are you Ever. sure these aren't NBA spreads? These 17 and a half, 15, gee. That's crazy. Uh, all right, the Bears, the 3-3 three and three Bears are on the road against the Tom Brady-led 5-1 and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Freaking Brady. <laughs> that guy, I, you know what? I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, everything in life just rolls his way. Yeah. It's just like he's just, everything just works to another double-digit spread. Um, I think, you know, the, the Buccaneers, the, you know, the Bears, they have, do they have an offense? I no. mean, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I like the Bucks in this game. That's just stupid. <laughs> Um, they may not cover, but you know, but at the, the last seconds of the game, you know, Brady will throw like a ninety-three yard strike or something, you know, to win it. So yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, this is the worst Sunday night football game I've seen in a long time. The two and four Colts are on the road at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, taking on the two and three Niners. Just in case, there's a Saved by the Bell marathon that day, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Colts and the Niners, huh? Oh, boy. Uh, I'll tell you what. That, I, the Niners, it, Niners favored by four. Uh, yeah, I just because, you know what, another reason, just because the Colts play inside, I believe okay. they play inside, yeah. you know, right in that giant yeah. Lucas Oil stadium, so I like the Niners, I like the Niners. I'll take the Niners, and and let me just say, Niners don't win this game, I'm not taking them for the rest of the year, because the Colts are not that good. <laughs> and yeah. finally, on Monday night, we have the 3-2 and two Jameis Winston-led New Orleans Saints. Up against the two and four Seattle Seahawks, and I believe that uh, I believe old uh, Mark or uh, Russell's still out. Okay, uh, but the the only two at home records, I think the Seahawks will bounce back, get a win. Wow, boy, that's an upset pick there. New Orleans is a four and a half point favorite in this game. 
Yeah, I, I like that. The home dog, uh, the Seahawks. Okay. The Sonic Bloom. We'll take that. I'm 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 rolling with the Saints in this game. I I gotta say, look, I don't believe in Jameis Winston, but I really don't believe in the Seahawks without Russell Wilson. I just don't. I can't. Okay. I, I mean, that's uh, well, we'll see. I like the home dog Monday night home dog. I'll take that. Um, Will Quick, you know, this week, you know, Kanye's changing his name. Yes, to ye. Ah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, who else? Uh, there was somebody else, and then of course Facebook changing their name, right? Which you know they're trying to act like, oh, we're gonna, you know, algorithms, we're gonna not just try to incite people and keep them all. We're gonna be no, it's because you become MySpace. That's yeah. why you can't do that. All right, Joe. <laughs> hey, have a great Girl. weekend, my friend, and uh, I appreciate you being on. Great job, and I'll talk to you next week. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Arnie. All right, buddy. See ya. Joe, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy there with the, the football picks for this upcoming week. Stackar wrote something earlier, and I got to agree with what Stackar wrote about the Chiefs. Mahomes needs to stop throwing interceptions. Mahomes has thrown so many interceptions. He's already passed last year's number of interceptions, and we're not even halfway through the season. I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. I remember, I mean, look, I, I watch football. And I remember when Patrick Mahomes came out, I said he'd never win a Super Bowl, and I had to eat crow because he went to Texas Tech. But then we kept hearing about how Patrick Mahomes is going to light up the NFL. He's going to be an MVP for the next seven years in a row. I just want to know what happened. I, 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 I just don't, I don't understand it. Uh, no, Mahomes needs to throw more interceptions. Fuck the Chiefs. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I, I'm just I, I'm I'm turning out to be more right about Patrick Mahomes than I was wrong. So uh, there you go. So we covered some baseball in there and stuff, and we're not ready to go to break yet. So I found this story because uh, uh, Halloween is what like a week away, two weeks away, uh, ten days away. So now we have the best pop culture Halloween costumes. Now, what that means is this. These will be the costumes that you see everybody wearing. Like when Harley Quinn first came out, when Margot Robbie first played her in that terrible Suicide Squad movie, every girl in the world was Harley Quinn that year. So this year, that kind of, look, it's over. We already know that the Squid Games, which, by the way, I still have not... Mahomes can light up my vagina. Well, all right. Thanks, Alicia. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I believe the Squid Games are going to be the top thing this year. All you need is a red jumpsuit and then a black mask with a triangle or a square on it. They're saying that one's up there. Uh, the other one that's getting a lot of credit and a lot of talk is Kim K at the Met Gala where she wore all that black and wore a black face mask and all that kind of stuff. I, 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 uh, I'm going as sexy Tinkerbell. Y'all better not copy me. Uh, Arnie, I have also not watched it either. Yeah, I, I have not watched the Squid Games. I watched all of you. That was a great series on there. But I, and, and by the way, my Netflix, if they take down Dave Chappelle, I'm, I'm canceling it. Uh, how about, oh, you can, this is a terrible, if, if you dress up like this 
and you go to a party and you get upset when somebody goes, well, who are you? The Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry. Huh? Why would I want to dress up like a ginger or two black chicks? I'm not dressing up like that. And by the way, you can only do that if you're black. Otherwise, you'd be wearing blackface. And then you'd be canceled and you couldn't go to your Halloween party. Uh, for Halloween, I'm going to wear khaki dockers pulled up to my belly button, white shirt, and a welding <laughs> wielding a rifle. I'll tell him, get off my lawn. Okay, you're going to Clint Eastwood. Awesome. Uh, Stackar says, you was awesome. I agree. I like the third season. Season four is set to come out next year, probably right around the same time. Can't wait for that. People are going to go as Bernie Sanders in mittens. How, how is that timely? Bernie Sanders in mittens? No. You dress up like that, you're stupid. To celebrate its recent launch on Netflix, people are going to go as the Seinfeld cast? Huh? You're just going to wear regular clothes? That's just stupid. I'm going as Rizzo and my husband, Kanicki. My boys decided to go as Pennywise and Georgie. I like that. That's good right there. Hey, Arn, just wondering if you ever watched the show The League? been around for a while but i just started it fucking hilarious i have seen clips of it i've never watched it and it does look really funny if you want to go as megan markle dress up as a giant pussy carrying a magic wand oh and we have a great megan markle story too in the next segment uh we just finished turn washington spies definitely recommend okay all right harry styles at the grammys so you're gonna wear a dress or something Come on. I, I, no. These are terrible Halloween costumes. You can go as Benifer, Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Lopez. By the way, God bless Boston Red Sox fans. When somebody yelled at Alex Rodriguez, hey, what's Ben Affleck's best movie? Oh, bravo, you Red Sox fans. I love it. I Because lo- I hate A-Rod so much. I think that's genius on their part. So there you go. Those are I'll have more next week. But these are the quote-unquote hot ones that are coming out this year. So there you go. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. That is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Uh, got my Mo and Larry heads on the way. That's cool. That that's I like that idea. That's cool. Taking it old school is the Three Stooges. Uh, we come back. We have all kinds of. Just interesting, goofy shit as well. Ah, crackling rosy get on board. We gonna ride till there ain't no more to go. Taking it slow. And love, don't you know? I'll have me a time with a poor man. Please to no man for a happy tune Oh, I love my rosy child You got the way to make me happy You and me, we go and start Crackling rules, your store-bought 
make the world right Find us a dream that don't ask no questions, yeah Oh, I love my rosy child You got the way to make me happy You and me, we go in style Craggling rolls your store-bought woman But you make me sing like a guitar humming So hang on to me, girl, our song keeps running oh, Play it now, play it now, play it now, my baby Cracklin' rolls and make me a smile Girl, if it lasts for an hour Well, that's all right, cause we got all night Set the world right Find us a dream that don't ask no questions
and I couldn't go. Oh, God, that's a big one I missed there. Uh, but Cowboys Girl said this is my favorite Neil Diamond song, Cracklin' Rosie. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I at this very moment thankful that everyone called in sick today. It's just me and Neil, and I'm belting out some Cracklin' Rosie. Then I went and played his song, America. Ogre says, God bless you. I know this country's in the shitter, but this song, song still gives me the chills. It's Neil. I mean, that's why. It's Neil. He's doing it. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, I was singing with you, Hangtown Jen. Clackin' Rose, a song aimed after an alcoholic beverage, Clackin' Rosie. Uh, then I played the, 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 the Jesse the Body Ventura when he was offering people chewing tobacco in, <laughs> in Predator. Uh, that was out of left field and perfect. Uh, I ain't got time to be a faggot. It's Neil. What commie doesn't like Neil? Neil Diamond is the goat. Amen to that. Now, now look. There's a story out there, and I did not do it in the first segment. I, I'm glad I did save this because we can spend a little bit more time on it here. The FBI has confirmed reports in Florida that investigators have found what appears to be human remains <laughs> along with personal items such as a backpack and a notebook belonging to the one and only Brian Alondry. First of all, thank you, God, that Dog the Bounty Hunter did not find him. And secondly, ask family, I got to ask you, do you think it's really him? You know what, Stackar? I have not done that. I have not called Dog the Bounty Hunter and let him know that the remains have been found. Holy shit, we got to do that. Hi, this is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Thank you for calling the tip line. Please leave your number and I will return the call. Dog, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but the FBI. You know, the professionals who hunt down people, they found a backpack and bones. You need to get there, dog. Come on, brother. That motherfucker's going to show up at my house. Um, I think Dog the Bounty Hunter actually is the murderer. Ratty Kid says it's him. 
I don't think they have any reason to think it's not him. Look, look, look. I, if you've seen the ending of the the series, you this this season, this is why I'm 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 like holding my hands up. Did did he already has bones? Like I guess. So that means he's been dead for quite some time. I don't know. I look, man. This guy's really a survivalist and shit. He might have cut off one of his hands and fed it to a gator or something. Now there's bones, and they found some bones. Look, 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 look. look, look. <laughs> they found bones at his backpack and all this kind of stuff, you know, shit that he wanted you to find. What bones did they find? they find a femur? If they found a femur, then we could talk. But if they found, like, I don't know, a toe bone or a finger bone, Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out my judgment. I don't think it's him. I, I'm just gonna say it right now. I hope it is. I think they found parts of Joe Biden's brain. <laughs> I, I personally listen. I don't look. I want it to be him. That way we can get over this fucking. St- we can just be done with it. Because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Dog the Bounty Hunter. I'm tired of all this shit. I don't think he's dead. That's just me, though. Just saying. So they're thinking this is a murder-suicide, but the psychopaths do weird shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, Stackar, I, I, I get you. I get you, and I'm not going to ruin the ending of you. So, uh, But after seeing that, I was like, I don't know about this. We'll see. I, I, I'm just saying we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on this. I, I don't think it's him. But once again, that's just me. I could be wrong. I, it's happened once before. Uh, it is Florida, after all. He's probably smoking bath salts and sexually assaulting squirrels somewhere in the Everglades. <laughs> okay, it was announced yesterday. Now, look, far be it for me to say don't do something with your own money and don't start up a project. Donald Trump announced the launch of a media company and a social media site. Nine months after being expelled from social media, President Donald Trump said Wednesday he's launching a new media company with its own social media platform. Says the goal in launching the Trump Media and Technology Group is Truth Social App. It's to create a rival to big tech companies that have shut him down. Well, first of all, you got to get a better name than Truth Social. No, just call it the truth. If you call the website the truth, I won't sue you, even though that's one of my catchphrases. When I say, oh, that thing is the truth, like my new cowboy boots I got. My new crocodile boots, those things are the fucking truth. He goes on to say, we live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter, but your favorite American president has been silenced. Uh, this is unacceptable. I agree that 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 silencing him on Twitter was it, it is unacceptable. 
It's their company. They can do what they want, but don't fucking be a bastion of free speech if you're going to do that shit. So, I, I... Will you join his new social media page? Or is this just another one? I mean, I, Parler didn't do that well, and, and this is the same as Parler. I mean, it we, we've kind of... I remember when it was just MySpace, and then the, the Facebook came out, and I... I, I Stood my ground for a few weeks saying, ah, I'm not going to join that one. I'm going to stick with MySpace. And then everybody joined Facebook. Facebook has billions of people that it serves. I waited forever to join Instagram. Now, mind you, I join these to promote my show. I don't join them because I have a lot of pictures I want to share with people. And then I was about four years late to the whole TikTok trend. And now I'm all over TikTok. TikTok, I would have to say, is my favorite form of social media because I like it. It's entertaining to me. But, I and like I said, I, I don't know what he, it, it, the Truth Social app, I, Truth Social, no, I, I don't like that name. Uh, let's see. Trump keeps the social media platform 35 seconds later. Every news organization in America collectively screams racist. Site created by Orange Man. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, fuck yeah, I will. Alicia says, meh, fuck it, why not? Andy says, absolutely. Mike D says, yep, why not give it a try? Douglas says, uh, I'll join. Lisa says, fight the machine, rage against the machine by being the machine. I don't know what I'm saying. I need to be back at work. I'm not on any social media sites. This is the closest to uh, for me. But, yes, I will support him. Okay. I mean, of course I'm going to join because, well, that's another way for me to fucking grow my show. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I look. I think it's gonna. I think the initial launch is gonna be big, and I think that I. I what this is what I see happening because this is the America that we live in. You're gonna get a lot of conservatives that join this site, and then you're gonna get a lot of liberals that join the site too, just to instigate violence with one another, just to shit on each other. I mean, honestly, that's what Facebook has turned into. Facebook is a giant site for people to post shit and then the censors to come along and put COVID fucking restrictions on everything or take down posts or cover up posts because, well, they have shit to hide. I truly want a social media site that is open for everybody. Short of inciting violence or threats... I don't want to see any more restrictions or, or 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 things being taken down because they're oh too dirty. It's the internet. This is not public airwaves. Let it be. Oh, I'll say Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is the worst. And that's the one I quit. I, I can't be on Twitter. 
So we'll see what kind of service this does. We'll see what it's all about. I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't know. My female spawn isn't allowed on it. <laughs> oh, all right. So there you go. Donald Trump is starting his own social media pay or site. We'll see how it goes. By the way, yesterday I saw a story. This, this kind of upset me because we're kind of getting into the entertainment stuff now. There are calls now for the next Batman movie. Not the one that's being previewed. You know, we, we've seen the previews for the new The Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, which I think is an awful idea as Batman. Catwoman's in there. I guess the Penguin's going to be in there, and so is the Riddler. There are calls, and I can see this happening. That in the next Batman movie, they bring back the Joker. And it will not be, obviously it can't be Heath Ledger, because, well, he's dead. Cesar Romero, dead, or way too old. Jack Nicholson, far too old. Joaquin Phoenix, no. You ready? Ready for this? They want Kristen Stewart. You know, who starred with Robert Pattinson in all the Twilight movies. They want Kristen Stewart to be the new Joker. I got to say, I used to really, really enjoy movies and shows. One of my favorite series of all time is Lonesome Dove. I I know that's going to be a stretch. Oh, Arnie, you like Lonesome Lonesome Dove is a story of two former Texas Ranger lawmen who want to move all the way to Wyoming. And it's a four-part series, and it's done masterfully. Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Duvall, Danny Glover's in it, Rick Schroeder. It's honestly like a hair away from being perfect. But there's a new trend now when you watch movies and you watch television shows. The series You which I just finished, has such a political message in there about vaccinations. They don't really even talk about COVID. It's just vaccinations. Very politically drawn. The new Halloween movie, which we talked about yesterday morning, has the end of the world because people are calling Michael Myers a homophobe because he killed two gay men in this movie. First of all, why are there gay Why does it matter that there's a gay couple in the Halloween movie? What, what, did we need that? Did we need that representation? And I'm not trying to under or unrepresent the gay community, but they were pretty flamboyant and they were pretty in your face. This is the new trend in movies. And I hate when I see it. And here's the reason why I hate it. It's done so poorly. 
It's done by polite people that aren't really politically active. They, these are people that are artists who go, oh, we got to throw this shit in there. And then they th- think they throw it in there and they think, oh, nobody will notice. Well, I, I notice. I remember when going to the movies was fun. When it was about watching a man and another man bootleg Coors beer past the Mississippi River, which at one time was illegal. There's no political message in Smokey and the Bandit. There was no political message in Urban Cowboy or Roadhouse. There's no political message. Those were sheer entertainment films. And now we are starting to implement all these political messages inside of movies and shows. And I got to say, I I really dislike it. I'm kind of done. I want to turn my brain off when I watch television. I like shows like So I'm in Love with a Mama's Boy because I can't believe half that shit is real, but they don't get political about shit. It's just very, very ooky. Uh, Somebody just texted me, uh, Arnie, Lonesome Dove in Dallas, two of the greatest TV shows of all time. Dallas, that was another one. The Dukes of Hazzard. There's no political message in the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, yes, there are many things like that they snuck into you. Yeah, I think they did a great job and they were funny. The gays, I, I thought the gays were funny, but but the problem is, is that did we really need them in that movie? Was that needed in that that film? I'm sure they'd be screaming if those gays weren't included and being killed in Halloween, if that was the case as well. Oh, I'm sure. What I'm saying is that entertainment used to be there just for entertainment. And now you're going to do that, and, and they've done it already. By announcing that Superman's son is now bisexual, Robin's bisexual, we're getting rid of true, truth, justice in the American way. Because we have to politicize everything. I don't want to politicize everything. Not everything needs to be politicized. Uh, Let's see. I've noticed it, too. They push interracial couples, too. They put them probably because the community will call them homophobic or whatever if they don't. That's very – you see a lot more gay couples in commercials now. I'm not saying that gay people should not be – this is not me being an uh, anti-homophobe or anti-gay or anti-alphabet people. I'm just saying, you're kind of being over the top with it. I saw an ad the other day for these black actors and black actresses that, what do you want? Well, more leading roles, more movies, more television shows. And I have to ask, this is where I ask the serious questions, but I'm not taken seriously when I ask these questions. So let me ask the question. You want more black leading men in movies, like James Bond. They're talking about Idris Elba, and I think he's a tremendous actor. But we're not putting him in there because he's a tremendous actor. We're putting him in there because he's black. So we need more all-black movies. Okay. Who's going to see it? Because, see, people watch what they 
can relate to. They listen to what they can relate to. They listen to things they know, and they watch things they know. Why has the Goldbergs been on forever? That show's not that funny, but it's been on forever. You know why? Because people can relate to living that way during the 80s. That's why it stayed around so long. It's not because the late George Siegel is so fucking comic genius in it. Because people can relate to it. If we add all these new enter your race here, who's going to watch it? And if you don't watch it, are you racist? Or you just can't relate? Nothing is wrong of who you want to fuck, but stop pushing it in my face. Uh, Freddy Krueger identifies as Jason. They should make a sequel where Michael Myers is revealed to be transgender. When I was a kid, I loved reading the Babysitter's Club books. They made it into a show on Netflix, which I watched for old time's sake, but they made it super woke now. One of the girls is even a socialist and is proud of it. Should I walk around with a shirt that says, I'm straight and I like white dick? <laughs> you would be a hate monger if you did. Christopher says, I've been working on an ass opinion article that talks about this topic. Still putting the finishing touches on it before I send it to you. Not sure if you would even be interested in such a thing or what you would do with it. But writing it makes me feel bad. Please write it and send it to me, Christopher. I'll put it up if I like it and I, and I can add anything to it. I'm not afraid to put shit up. I'm not put, uh, afraid to put controversial things up. By the way, speaking, why are there no, not more Latino television shows on television? Did we forget about Latinos? Are you happy with just your representation of Chico and the Man and Frank Poncherello? But you don't matter. Even though there's a larger percentage of you in the country than there are. But, but once again, I digress. I digress because I'm just now being nothing but hateful and mongering. Okay. Uh, since I am hateful and mongering, let's go after the person who I hate more than anybody else in the world right now. And that would be the one and the only. Uh, that's right. You guessed it. The Markles. <laughs> The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurtin' When she's not too busy squirtin' Her ginger will never last With a shitty half-assed podcast The fame's gone to her head Philip's glad he's dead It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls Now that Harry's lost his balls here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's 
the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, call blimey, I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Yesterday, a letter was received by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Chuck, uh, Chuck Sh- Senator Chuck Schumer. A letter written by Meghan Markle, who has now become some sort of lobbyist, I guess, saying that everyone should be paid, all parents should receive paid leave. You should have a kid, both mom and dad should be given time off and paid for it. The working mom or parent is facing the conflict of being present or being paid. The sacrifice of either comes at great cost, she wrote. She reflected on her own childhood, recalling how she felt lucky to be eating a $4.99 salad at Sizzler. That's the $4.99 salad bar at Sizzler. Uh, Because she was aware of how hard her own parents had worked. Quote, I know how hard my parents worked to afford this because even at five bucks, eating out was something special. That's what she tells Harry. Um, like any parents, we were overjoyed. Like many parents, we were overwhelmed. Like fewer parents, we weren't confronted with the harsh reality or of either spending those first few critical months with our baby or going back to work. We knew we could take her home and in that vital and sacred stage devote any and everything to our kids and our family. Can we just stop this fucking bullshit right here, right now? Ogre, you were just representing something that I talked about yesterday. Off the air when I saw this story. Ogre says, wait, the bitch got to go eat out as a kid? Fucking spoiled. We ate chicken gizzards and government cheese for my grandparents. I ate unlabeled canned goods for a majority of my childhood because both my parents were working. My father was an alcoholic at the time, and I've I, 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 I forgiven him. I, I don't know what I'm forgiving, but he it, to me it was a disease, but that's a whole different story. We didn't eat out hardly ever. We ate out like maybe on Christmas Eve and a birthday if we could. Not this once a week shit that Meghan Markle's talking about. Um, the idea of this, and, and, and this is going along perfect with this whole story about the, trans, uh, the Secretary of Transportation in this country, Petey Budiage, he and his husband adopted twins, and they both received paid time off for adopting twins. <sighs> how, oh, how did our parents get by? There is no man on this earth that will ever walk on this earth that I will respect more than Jerry Thomas states. He didn't get time off when I was born. You know what he had to do? Five months into it, he had to bury his wife. 
and was left with a 10-year-old and a 5-month-old. He wasn't given time off. And I'm using my dad as an example because I know the story well. Do you know what he did in 1972? A man who lost his wife in February. He was named, and and this was a big deal in the insurance business in, in, in Missouri at the time because we had to move back to Missouri so he could be closer to his family. He was named Salesman of the Year because he outsold everybody. I still have the Gavel Award. My sister has it now, that he won for outselling everybody in 1972. What could have been probably the worst year of his life. A year in which I found out he tried to commit suicide. But now parents are given anywhere between six weeks and four months off so they can bond with their child. No one had a stronger bond with their parent than my father and I. And he wasn't at home every day, every waking hour of my life. I am so against all of this. Look, look, you gals, I I and and I'm if I'm being sexist here, I I don't care. I don't mean to be, but I don't care. Yes, you should get time off. You're the moms. You have to breastfeed these children. You have to nurture them. It's the dad's job to go out and then provide an income and be an example to that little baby right then and there, even though they can't calculate it up, that the man is supposed to take care of the family. We have so deballed the man in our society now. Well, I'm a woman. I can take care of the family. Nobody said you couldn't. But a man can't birth a child. He can't breastfeed a child. Don't, 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 don't start getting in this tranny bullshit world with me because I ain't going to fucking play in there. This is fucking, this is what's wrong with our country is we have nothing but a bunch of fucking crybabies who want it their way. And if there's another way out there or, or if there's an opposing way, then you hate them or you're against them. It's not true. Do you know what this is going to cause? Let's say that the government decides to to put that in play. If I'm a boss and I hire somebody and a year into the job we find out they're pregnant, well, I've got nine months to fire that employee. And I will fire that employee. And I'm going to tell you why. If I'm forced because they want anywhere between six weeks and four months off, Those are the numbers that I've seen. If I'm supposed to pay someone up to four months and they're not working, I'm going to do everything in my power to fire them before that hits. That way I can put someone in place who will work, who will further my company. Because those people that have to pick up the slack, and in Pete Buttigieg's case, there was no one there to pick up his slack as Secretary of Transportation. But see, that's not real-world shit. This is why we have tankers all lined up on the eastern seaboard, 
polluting the waters, even though we're supposed to be talking about the environment. You want six weeks to four months off? That's fine. you're, You're permanently off. You're going to get a lot of people that get fired when we find out they're pregnant. It's going to happen. That's the way business works. Uh, let's see. We out, ate out maybe 10 times my whole life growing up times, maybe 10. We always packed our food when we went to road trips, and eating out was reserved for, well, a wedding, a death, something fucking big in our life. Not a birthday, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Did Pete pop that, that kid out of his butthole? No, so he doesn't need two months off work to recover like a woman does after the baby wrecks her body. Fuck that. Not only do we have a government peanut butter and cheese, but we also, the worst, powdered milk. Arnie's life was so hard, he was babysat by a serial killer. At one time, I was. Charles Albright, the Dallas Ripper. He was my babysitter. Ghost Nevada says, when my son was born, I took two days off, maybe, and I never left the hospital I was working at. I even went and checked in on crews while I was off to make sure that they were still working. Now, I ain't got a problem with maybe a week. You want to let the dad off for a week so he can go and he can help mom around the house because her body has been wrapped. And if she gets a C-section, that means they had to cut her open. So, of course, the dad's got to be there for about a week. But then, hey, buddy, it's back to the salt mines. Um, shit, when I was a kid, we snuck food into the theater because we couldn't afford theater snacks. I ate cold hot dogs and 10-cent candy while watching Return of the Jedi, and I loved it. Everybody talks about, everybody knows that I love the movies, and I've been going to the movies since I was a little kid. A lot of times, I went to the dollar theater. And I will tell you the truth, the big town movie theater, which is literally 15 minutes from my house now. Big Town Movie Theater. My dad would drop me off there at, I don't know, 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And he picked me up about 7 or 8 o'clock that night, and I was to see as many movies as I could. He'd give me enough for one bucket of popcorn and a drink. Now, that bucket of popcorn and drink, the drink had to last me all day. This, this theater was so fucking tore up and so run around. I would scoop popcorn off the floor. I'm not going to lie. I was a kid. I didn't know any better. But I'd tear through my fucking initial thing of popcorn, and they didn't have free refills. I'd go to a movie. I saw The Hitcher there. I think I watched The Hitcher one time three times in a row. I buy a ticket to The Hitcher. I'm 13 or 14 years old at the time. It's a rated R movie. That cost a dollar. The drink and popcorn was another dollar to $2. So my dad would give me a $5 bill, and I had to make that $5 bill last all weekend if I wanted entertainment. I was out of the house all fucking day, and I made it work. But now we have these people that don't realize what suffering is. I don't want people to suffer. I think it's good for you that you get to learn a lot about yourself. 
It's like losing. We've taken losing away. I think that's where it started. We took losing away to where we give every kid a damn trophy. So we've taken losing away. Then we took away failing. We got rid of grades in school. We passed all the kids through. We got rid of failing. What's left? Struggling. Well, nobody's going to struggle anymore because parents are going to be paid for six weeks off. I got to say bullshit to that. Lisa says, I'm not against men uh, getting paternity leave. Being a parent is done best when you have two actively involved parents. There were many moments I wished I didn't have to be home and having my partner at home to help would have been nice and helped out a lot with postpartum. That's why you get a week. It's not the man's job. Your dad was the shit. I was just uh, just divorced, and that was hard. Couldn't imagine losing my wife and everything being put on me. Big ups to your dad, and we know he did a good job because of the sunny rays. Well, thank you very much. I stayed at home for five years after my daughter was born. It's the one thing my ex did right. He worked so I could stay home with her. Your child learned so much in those young years. I wanted to teach her things, not someone's ideas. He got popped in the butt. Or depending on where his husband finishes. Uh, Funny, when I was pregnant and I gave birth, I wanted that eight weeks off, but I wanted the uh, kid in daycare. I wanted the time to myself, time without another human being in my body or attached to me, just saying. Aurelia says, I took two weeks. I really, uh, a really hard pregnancy, and my wife has epilepsy. And you took two weeks off. Is your kid still alive? Obviously, they are. Probably doing well. Hope your wife is doing well, too. So needs to say, I didn't get that time off. I went right back to work. C-section on Friday, working and coaching an under-eight soccer team by Tuesday. That is bad. I'm about to throw up. Sticky popcorn. Well, you know where to look. You get it out of the top, the biggest pile. I'm li- literally, literally, the floors at Big Town Mall, and, and you do it in the lobby. You don't do it in the movie theater. You do it in the lobby. You go to the biggest piles that you go to. You don't just, get, you know, go one piece at a time. No, this is not a pour-off. I promise you that, Jen. I didn't actually go to the movies until after high school, my first time at a theater. A river runs through it like 1992. Only ever been to one more time, 1999, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Never been back. My eyes were even more open when I saw that Universe 25 study. With my second son, my water broke. Then I got uh, too drived by appraisal orders and went and got the pics before I went to the hospital. Had the baby, got home, finished the reports, then I took a week off. It's harder when you are self-employed. Yeah. Fuck that. When my son was born, I couldn't handle the nonstop crying. I was not going to miss work. But now, Meghan Markle, someone who didn't have to do any of this, when she gave her birth to her first child, she was in a literal palace. Literally, she was living in a palace. She had servants. She had cooks, chefs preparing the food. Meghan Markle did not go down to the local Piggly Wiggly and pick up some Gerber split peas for her first child. Not to mention nannies available. And now she's telling people what they should get. That's the rich part to me. 
everyone should get time off. You don't have a job. Your only job is to control your husband, and you're doing a great job at that. This is outstandingly stupid to me. Oh, God. It's it. When my third was born, I used the water to mop the floor. Murdered two and a half men. May he rest in peace. Uh, we're all forget. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. Ogre, I forgot about that. We're all forgetting the harsh life of Bill Gates' daughter. She struggled to put together a $2 million wedding. By the way, did, did Dad sit her down and go, now look, honey. Times are tough right now, and he's hitting his hand, hands in his hands. You can only spend $2 million on your wedding. But, Daddy, aren't you one of the richest men in the world? Yes, I am. But I'm telling you, you will have a budget, young lady. Coldplay played at her wedding. A lot of people have to worry about a DJ or some shitty fucking wedding band. Not her. She got a fucking actual rock star band. Coldplay. I hate Coldplay. But she had Coldplay playing at her wedding. Did Gordon Ramsay cater it? Yeah, oh, it's a struggle. Two million dollar wedding. Damn the bad luck. And now Meghan Markle is, uh, I tell you, this is just so ridiculous. <laughs> and the reason why she wrote this, are you ready for this? Are you ready for the biggest laugh of all? She said, and I quote, myself and Harry were overwhelmed after Lily's birth. You were overwhelmed. Why were you overwhelmed? You had just signed a $100 million deal with Spotify. You had this huge deal already from Netflix. You got nannies. You've got security force. What were you overwhelmed with? Please tell me. You were, over, you were overwhelmed. Boy, that's just rich. I, I got to click on this this link of the story. I want to know what she was overwhelmed with. Um, it's just the same shit. I, what were you overwhelmed with? Were you worried that you couldn't keep the lights on at Tyler Perry's house that you bought for like $20 million? Huh? You were overwhelmed? I don't get it anymore. I, I, I just don't get it anymore. Somebody that's overwhelmed means they just shit out a kid. They got to go back and work a double because they got to they gotta cover the shift that was covered for them to shit that kid out. So they got to go work a double. Hopefully somebody can watch this crying-ass fucking baby while the mom or dad is at work. 
Then you get home. That would be overwhelming. Got to make car payments. You got to do all this kind of stuff. Do you think Meghan Markle has to make it? Do you think Meghan Markle sits down at, at, at the family dinner table and does bills? Do you think she does that? I don't think so. Does, does Meghan Markle have to worry about the landscapers showing up on time? So the HOA doesn't get mad that your grass is a little high? I don't think she has to worry about it. That would be all part of the overwhelming. Is she overwhelmed because maybe one of her gown fitters wants to show up and little Lily is supposed to be taking a nap, but they're making too much noise? Well, that's, that's a personal problem, hon. You're not overwhelmed. It must be nice. She says she got her own $4.99 salad bar trip at Sizzler. Because you all know if you're great up poor, if you grew up poor, that was one salad bar purchase shared by the entire family. I'd be like, Mom, I want some peaches, and she would plop them under her balsamic vinegar dressing. On the same shared plate. The struggle is real, bitch. Did you know that Sizzler died of COVID last year? I, I mean, it did. I, I mean, the, the old family, look, Braddy Kid and I went to Nashville this year. And our hotel was right across the street from Mashoni's. Now, you guys called them Bob's Big Boys on the, on the West Coast. You know, you had to be the, it's the fat kid with the great hair, with the overalls, the checkerboard overalls, that, that, that logo. Dude, I'll tell you right now, if my dad said that we were going to Shoney's, oh my God, was I going to put the food bag on? Because that was like a $4.99 breakfast buffet. I think my record trip, trip up to the breakfast bar was like 11 times. Shoney's did not like when the States family came in. And then they really hated when the States family left because my mom would always bring an oversized purse. I didn't grow up eating Oreos or Chips Ahoy. I grew up eating Shoney's cookies that were fucking old and nasty. Mm-hmm. Sizzler in Fresno recently opened back up, but I haven't gone to it. Is Sizzler different now? No, Sizzler's still as terrible as it once was, but I have fond memories of all those buffet-style places. I love them. I think they're fantastic. When my parents moved to Reno, I was like, fucking Reno's done for. The buffet scene is just over. My dad, until the day he died, would sneak pie home. I'm not kidding. Pie, cake. His neighbors, he, he uh, my dad had these two, the, the, this, this neighbor couple, right? Lenny and Emmy. Emmy was fresh off the boat from Germany. I mean, I think she partied with Hitler. And Emmy would take a giant bag and load it with fried chicken and entrees. My dad was in charge of the desserts, and when they'd get home, they would kind of swap some shit out. By the way, buffet fried chicken is terrible fried chicken. I'd still eat it before churches, but 
It's horrible. They brought that shit home because they grew up. You you want to you want to know what it's like to grow up? Well, you are old people. If you can still find someone that's alive that grew up during the Depression. My dad was born in 1930, right at the beginning of the Depression. You want to you want to watch somebody? You watch how that person does things that grew up in the Depression. It's amazing the money-saving techniques. And I'm not even talking about the felonious ones that Grandma Edna did of the changing of the price tags or the flat-out stealing. Those French toast sticks were the best. You goddamn right they were. They were fantastic. And those things used to come home with us. Well, they didn't have that. They just had French toast. King's Table Buffet and Florin Mall, bitches. Tasted awful, but was cheap and all you could shovel. Sizzler's Gold, better than Golden Corral. I tell you, the place I do damage, there's a place in Roseville, the Golden Dragon Chinese Buffet. The worst fucking sushi known to mankind, but boy, did I fucking fire. I fired that shit down. The crab ragoons were awful, but I ate a shit ton of that. Not to mention all the damn crab legs. Oh, good. It's still terrible. That's good to hear. Anytime I hear something, it's still the same as good. Ah, damn, we were all fucked up white trash. We did, But see, we didn't see ourselves as white trash. We saw ourselves surviving. We didn't know any better. I didn't know until <laughs> I think Dad got caught one time taking cookies home from the buffet when I was a kid. And, it, well, there was one place we'd go to in, in Missouri. It was called, like, Trotters or something. And, like, on Wednesday night, they had an all-you-could-eat rib buffet. And if we'd go up there and we visited my sisters, we always had to go there. And they said no to-go boxes. And I think Dad got, got busted leaving one time. And my sister and brother-in-law, fucking, this was Tom who took it. They scurried out of there because they didn't want to get banned from there because they liked eating it. But Dad, I think, got banned from Trotters. Then it closed, like, you know, like two years later. So, uh, oh, God, Christopher uh, King's Table was awesome. My best friend's brother was a manager there, and we'd go just there completely stoned and gorge ourselves. Sassy Pammy says an orange for Christmas was a huge deal. Wow. Uh, depression era and grandparents taught me restaurants will stock many of your kitchen essentials, ketchup, salt, straws, napkins, mustard, mayo. Heck, half my glasses are from Black Bear Diner. Ranch cups are from a round table. To this day, I still fill my kitchen with these things. So do we. Oh, shit, so do we. I, it, shit, we just stole silverware from Hooters the other night. If we're lucky, if we'd go to Reno once a year, my parents would gamble and my siblings and I were stuck in the van all night in the snow or heat until breakfast time. Then it was the annual treat of the casino buffet. Fuck me running. That was like winning the kid lottery. Oh, there's nothing better than a casino breakfast buffet. But Meghan Markle doesn't want kids to learn like that. They want kids to be taken care of. Damn it, Christopher, why are you sending me this? I've seen this video of the transgender parent trying to breastfeed their kid and they can't. That shit's disgusting. 
That's child abuse. And a pen. Oh, that's right. We got that pen that you like. Salt and pepper shaker. I, I remember my dad used to tell stories about my grandma, how she pretty much outfitted her entire kitchen from a place that she worked at. She was waiting tables or whatever, and she would bring plates home, like the small plates, and then the big dinner plates, she'd bring those home. And forks and knives. And that's how they ate dinner every night. My best oldest friends from high school had a kitchen outfitted with round table drink cups, plates, forks, etc. One time as they waved <laughs> and said, thanks, come again. I opened and lifted this cup to say later. Uh, call me white trash, judge me if you must. But no, you got fucking salt on your food in my house thanks to McDonald's. And you're wiping the <laughs> That Wendy's ketchup off with KFC napkins. I'll tell you this right now: there is no better spoon in the fast world, in the fast food world, as the Wendy's spoon. You remember the old brown Wendy's spoon that you would get for Frosties? That thing was dirt. You could almost cook heroin on that spoon. That's how good and durable that spoon was. These new fandangled spork KFC is the worst. But, yeah, I, I tell you this, Wendy's had the spoons that lasted. Goddamn right we need to start taking spoons. By the way, sad news to report. He's doing okay. Hi-oh! Hacksaw Jim Duggan was recently put in uh, the hospital. He's having a surgical procedure. He's recovering. He's doing better now. So, hi-oh! Hacksaw Jim Duggan. The guy who used to carry a two-by-four. Now, I don't know if this is real or not. Because there ain't no way. There ain't no way. There's another chick that's out of touch, and it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Her and all her damn vagina products she's got. She calls her company Goop. It should be called the Vag. She says that her 15-year-old son, Moses, is a quite an enlightened teen and says that he is proud that his mom sells dildos. <sighs> no, he's not. No, no, your, your your son, your son is embarrassed like there is no tomorrow. Look, you've pulled the ultimate parenting coup in embarrassing your children. For the longest time, I thought that was my father's main job was to embarrass me. Whether it be talking about me wearing underoos in front of girls... He used to like to do this one to my sister, and he never did this one to me. If she was getting ready for a date, he and my birth mom, this is my oldest sister, he and my birth mom would turn off, one would have the electricity, the other one would have the, the water. He would turn off the water in the house, and my mom would turn off the electricity when my sister was getting ready for a date. Just to get a laugh. That's all they did. That's what they did. Parents, your job is to embarrass your children. 
And Gwyneth Paltrow's, you're not doing right. You should enjoy the fact that you are embarrassing the shit out of your kids by selling dildos. The Goop founder, the Vag founder, recalled that her 15-year-old son recently out of nowhere told her he was, a, he was really embarrassed for a minute that Goop sold vibrators. But then added, I realized, no, that, that's great. You're making people feel not embarrassed to buy something, and that's great. You're a feminist. Ain't no 15-year-old kid saying that. You show me a 15-year-old kid that is proud that he has caught his mama with a vibrator. That'd be like saying 12- and 13-year-olds like to brag about masturbating. They don't. We all know that boys start masturbating at the age of 11 or 12. And not a boy in a school will fucking ever, ever admit to it. Not until maybe your junior or senior year in high school. We're told there will be, we'll go blind. Hair will grow on our hands. No boy ever admits to it. And for sure, no girls ever admit to it. And ain't no kid going to go out there and go, way to go, Mom. I hope your new line of vibrators does awesome. Shut up. God damn it. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I ain't speaking nothing but the truth. Oh, we got, oh, is this time to take a trip? Oh, yeah, it's time to take a trip here. Hold on a second here. Let's get this ready, shall we? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, Alicia says, girls were shamed for anything like that growing up. With boys, it was always, well, boys will be boys. I fucking hated that rebuttal growing up. Oh, so did I. Oh, it was terrible. Okay, now I have a fantastic fucking prank to pull on my son when he's 12. Wait till he's deep asleep and glue hair clippings to his palms and watch him wake up in the morning and freak out. <laughs> That's just funny. I'll go into the hallway and shout, I knew you were doing that. That's not, uh, uh, that's not any 15-year-old kid talking. That's the mom saying what she wanted to hear from them. Oh, yeah. But look, it's true. A Bell Island police officer in Florida handed in his resignation following an arrest in another county after being charged with driving under the influence. Ivar Ruiz was arrested on Monday morning after being pulled over. Investigators said they saw the blue Chevy pickup truck driving with its turn signal on for a mile, and it was going in and out of lanes. That's not why I'm doing the story, though. No, no, no. Uh, he was asked whether he'd been drinking, and he said, I, I was earlier. They asked if he would submit to a field sobriety test, and he agreed. However, to getting out of the truck, the man told deputies that he was not wearing 
pants at the time. Because I guess that's just a normal thing now in Florida is you just drive around without pants on. You see, I remember used to seeing a bunch of guys driving around without shirts on, thinking, oh, look at me, I'm manly, I can drive without a shirt on. Which I've never understood, just turn your air conditioner on. But this son of a bitch is driving around drunk without his damn pants on. After putting his pants on, he was asked to follow a flashlight with his eyes, keep his feet together, arms to his side. Uh, before the next test started, Mr. Reed said, I, just, just take me to jail. Just, just take me to jail. You got me. I'm not wearing pants, and you're still going to do all these tests? Oh, God love Florida. God love it so much. It never disappoints. Uh, dude, it's hot in Florida. Did he have underpants on? Uh, the story doesn't say, but he just didn't have pants on. Our teenager knows because he can feel the trail rock and move when I'm nailing his mom. Well, that's lovely. I've raised sons, vocal, open-minded sons. I know they would both be saying someone like, yeah, the fuck you are. Uh, all right, next story out of Florida. Now, this one, boy, this one, this one brings in a lot of shit here. So you're going to have to follow me on this. So first of all, it's in Florida. Secondly, it's about, that's right, baby, teacher sex. And, and this, is, this is many teacher sex. Details emerge about two pregnant Florida teachers accused of rape. When the 14-year-old boy's mama and daddy learned that he'd been lured into an illegal sexual relationship, the suspected abuser stunned them. That it was fairly hot 31-year-old Brittany Lopez Mercy. She had been his drama teacher in middle school. Her husband coached his basketball team. And she was eight months pregnant with his baby. Maybe later. Uh, she had the audacity to us, please don't say anything. Please don't call the cops. I promise I won't do it again. The anguished parents spoke to the newspaper two weeks after. She was arrested and charged with a a slew of felonies. Their account adds more details to what has been a sordid month for the Florida educators. A third teacher. This one's a man, so he's going to actually go to prison prison. Um, They don't say anything... uh, Case was relatively a new teacher. She was named uh, the school's rookie teacher of the year. Her husband had been a science teacher and coached basketball. She stole his childhood, the family told the attorneys. This kid deserved a normal uh, relationship. She stole that from him. He was happy. He would say it was his favorite class. No shit it was his favorite class, and no shit he was happy. He was a 14-year-old that was getting laid. Show me a 14-year-old boy that isn't that's getting laid that isn't happy.
He made the basketball team, which he was even more happy about. Yeah, because you could go to the coach and go, hey, coach, how does my dick taste? Can you imagine that? The coach tries to make you run laps, and you're like, well, I'm fucking tagging your old lady. It all started when she volunteered to give him a ride to and from practice. As the school year began in August, police say Ms. Lopez Murray sent him a text in which she expressed her feelings. How, as, as a 31-year-old, how do you have feelings for a 14-year-old? They, let her, they later met for coffee. He's 14. What did he get? A chocolate milk? And that led to multiple sex acts in her car on multiple dates including the parking lots of the mall and a Publix. October 2nd, his sister became suspicious of how guarded her brother was on the phone. Goddamn right, I don't want this going, I don't want pussy to go away. Hell yeah, that 14-year-old's going to be careful what he says. He ain't going to go out there bragging. I've driven without pants before in the hot California summer. One time I got pulled over, and that was embarrassing to say the least. I wonder how many yearbooks nowadays a senior girl whose tagline is most likely to get knocked up by an underage boy. You know this kid, when he gets his fucking yearbooks, he's got a table set up to sign other people's. 14-year-old. It was his favorite class. Yeah, because he's probably getting fucking hand jobs in the damn class from the teacher. I wouldn't say she stole his childhood. He's got four more years tops of childhood. But she did break some fucking rules, and if it were my son, I'd kick her fucking ass. She crossed the line. I'm not saying that parents shouldn't be upset by this, okay? But but I'm look look. It's the it's the world's biggest double standard. I already know. This, this is the biggest double standard we have in the world. That if a man has sex with a lot of women, he's a stud. If a woman has sex with a lot of men, she's a whore. She's looked down upon for that. That's not right. And. By the way, this 14-year-old tagging a 31-year-old, he is the king of school. His legend will continue on to high school. He will probably have a great high school career because he will be the most popular kid in school. Oh, gosh. And, And the sad part is, when it's done in reverse, that girl is not the most popular kid in school. She usually has to change schools. That's part more of the double standard. I hate double standards in our society. I really do. And I try to call them all out as much as I can. But if nothing's going to be done about it, half these women don't go to prison near as long as the men who do it. And I thought child abuse was child abuse was child abuse. You see these stories about these women who usher these young men into manhood. 
and they get like three weeks in the, the, the county system and they're no longer allowed to teach. Oh, no. Now, if it were the same age man, same age girl as the, the, the teacher-student relationship, that guy's going to prison for quite some time. She's not. He is, though. I've got it made. I've got it made. I fucked a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> At the trial, the lawyer says, can you show us where she touched you? Kid stands up, whips out his cock, and says, right here on Mr. Lucky. Uh, those double standards come from Judeo-Christian standards. I know a girl that was a fucking a ski snowboard coach at our school, and she was made to resign, and she was called a whore. Super fucked up. Oh, absolutely. You're, you're absolutely, it is completely fucked up. It's not right. I'm just telling you the way it is. I think it's terrible. Okay, can do that one. Oh, we got to do this one here. We'll do this story. So, you've seen this story about this football game in North Carolina last weekend? Oh, man. North Carolina parents attending a high school football game were stunned by a banner. You've all seen this, right, where, where the student body puts together a banner, or the cheerleaders do, they paint it, and then the football team crashes through it when they run on the field. And usually, like, like, like our main rival in high school, now, please, don't judge me on this. I had nothing to do with these. Our main high school rival was Lakeview Centennial High School. Uh, it was a school that looked like a prison, and it was a prison because nothing but felons went to that school. All the good kids went to South. Um, but every year, we played Lakeview. It was written on that, and the chant would started, drain the lake. Drain the lake. Okay. So these people, they decided to take it up a couple notches. And I guess this is a school that wasn't very uh, well-to-do, and they were playing against a well-to-do Catholic high school. The sign said, sniff, sniff, you smell that? Privilege. And by the way, privilege was in white letters. Parents were so mad about this. Oh, I worked for everything. The, the thing was so disturbing. Was it, it was children? Melissa Swanson, a parent, attended the game with her son. They're children. The, the athletic director had to know. Swanson said the sign portrays the Catholic school as a rich white Christian school. She goes on to say that's not the case by any means. Her son, who is biracial, said the sign's implication, I'm a single mom and I raised my son on my own. We pay for that school and work hard to be there. Now, once again, this is, I, I appreciate everything they're said, but see, see how far we take it? We take it to where it's, it, it, it's ruining sports now. Sniff, sniff, and, and those don't look like they're, like, you know, old cheerleader uniforms or anything like that. Uh, 
This was offensive, even racist, and in poor taste, one person said. I'm shocked it was allowed. But was it? Calling out race is narrow-minded. The sign should have said, sniff, sniff, the priest smells, sniffs boys. Look, I think it was a dumb idea, and that's about as far as I'll go with it. I don't know if they're investigating to, you know, kick the kids out of school that made the sign or what. They're just out there talking shit, and of course they're going to bring that up. This is the easiest shit to bring up now. The reason why I don't think it's a great sign is because it's low-hanging fruit. Hell, it makes Drain the Lake sound fucking genius now. I'm sure the team will have to forfeit a bunch of games and do all kinds of shit. You know how I would look at it if I was the other school? If I was a school that was playing them and they put that sign up, I'd fucking own it. I'm not proud of this chant, and I only went along with it because it was South Garland cheering. South Garland, when I went to school there, was probably one of the more well-to-do schools in the Garland School District. And every time that we'd play Garland High School, they were the poor school. Pennies were thrown at their drill team because they were all cheap hookers. And there was a chant. We all remember our spirit chants, right? We got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? Then they'd yell, and you'd yell, and you'd yell, and they'd yell. And then all of a sudden you chant, we got more. We got more. My sophomore year was the first time I heard this chant in our stands. And like I said, there were a lot of affluent, well-to-do kids that went to South Garland. Lot, lots of kids at South Garland for a 16th birthday present got a BMW. That's, I'm not making that up. Now they'd be lucky to get a BLT. But that school has dropped off the face of the earth. But a chant did start one game. It was against Garland. It's either against Garland or, or regular Mesquite High. So both were kind of poor schools. The chant that started in the student body, and nobody got in trouble for this one either. We got money. Yes, we do. We got money. How about you? That pretty much shut up the other side. Having been one of those scholarship kids at a private Catholic school, I think it's unnecessary but sort of true and kind of funny. If I didn't hate all the woke garbage happening today, a girl who got uh, a new Mustang on her 16th birthday drove the car to a game against a poor school in town and got it keyed. Also because she had a license plate frame that said, Daddy bought it, bought it, I got it. She had to lose her Burbank for your birthday. You got to ride the bus and, took a, and got to look at a BMW. Yeah, look, South Garland. My parents moved to Garland. We moved to a, a, a decent part because at that time, Dad was sober and he had a good job. My mom had her great job at Dr. Pepper, and they could and they got a loan from the VA they qualified for, and that's why we moved to Garland. But well-to-do was not the state's family. 
we were all right. I think we had finally made it up to middle class, not upper middle class, but just middle class. They told me choice what school I got because in Garland you could go to any high school you wanted to, but you just had to get there. You couldn't. They didn't offer busing. So I could have gone to South, which was a mile and a half away from my house. I could have went to Lakeview, but I didn't want to learn how to become a felon. I could have gone to North Garland and probably married my sister, or I could have gone to Garland and joined a gang. I chose South Garland because we were the chosen ones at the time, and we had a Confederate flag as our mascot, so there you go. But, yeah, th- look, look. What's the word we use? Optics? The optics on that sign are bad. But fucking cry me a river. It's football season. You're going to get people talking shit. That's just fucking pathetic on their part. Um, Let's see. Uh, Oh, God, that's... Okay, here we go. Um, If you're looking forward to traveling anytime soon, get ready. Adios, Ogre. Uh, Got to work my second job with the uh, Hadleys, those hardworking Jamaicans in living color. All right, you have a good day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Um, with holiday travel season coming up, airlines are saying due to high jet fuel prices, that means it's going to be more expensive. Tra- They're doing this to you like they do every year. Why do tickets go up? Because people want to travel in the holidays. They want to go see Nana. They want to go see the new grandbaby. And, of course, the airlines are going to jack up the price and, oh, it's a fuel cost. It's like when gas prices go up in summer. Why? Because people are driving more. Don't be afraid of it. Just know it's going to happen each and every year around the holidays. Well, we can't fly out. It's too expensive. Well, it's the holidays. You should have booked the ticket eight months ago. Jackhole. So, yeah, I'm just letting you know. I'm sure most of you already knew that. Our final three stories. Man, I don't even know where to start here. I know where I'm ending. Okay, I'll start with this one here. You ready? A massive... Sex-craved deer turns kids' soccer game into stag party. Youth soccer players in uh, England got a closer look at wildlife than expected when a horny stag with a massive antlers rushed the field in the middle of play. Bunch of the kids playing and the people watching were amazed. The big old fucking deer with quite the rack on it ran onto the field and is looking for something to pounce on. I was chatting to some of the other parents on the other side of the pitch, and one of them called to show me uh, the first deer who was watching her son's team play an away game. These fucking horny-ass deers are making mating calls out there, and all the kids are looking at them. That's fantastic. They have all the kids, you know, 
strategically placed we we can't tell if the if the deer has a big old boner going on. That's just funny. Well, why was your game canceled? Oh, blimey. Blimey, the game was covered because the stag came on and he was all erect and ready to fork. Oh, what a pisser. Ain't nowhere near like this story right here. Now, now, see, this is why I don't believe it. Now, Alicia, maybe someday you can, you and I can have this conversation. Mm. Before that. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Yeah. And I need yeah. all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Dog the Bounty Hunter says, since bones and remains have been found, I'm calling off the search. The long nightmare of Dog the Bounty Hunter still be young on TV is finally over. There you go. Now, at least this is what I want to talk to you about. We hear this kind of shit happen all the time. When, like, somebody falls off a roof and they fall onto a real pointy fence post. And the fence post, of course, goes through them and they end up living. And then the godlike doctor walks out and goes, if that fence post was one one-hundredth of a millimeter to the left, it would have killed him instantaneously. Happened again. Uh, this gal was brought in, this is in India. The victim, Reka Dangi, from some community that I can't pronounce called Vidisha in central Madhya Pradesh was brought into the trauma center in Bhopal. She showed up with an axe three inches long inside her head. She had an axe in her head. Somebody showed her, somebody brought her there. With, with gauze wrapped around her head like she looks like she's in, you know, the, the wartime band. You know, the old drummer and then do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. She's got a fucking gauze bandage on her head, and you can still see the axe. Doctors took four hours to remove said axe. The first course of action was to mend a damaged menginal artery, one of the brain's major blood pathways, then remove a clot that had formed and ruptured. Last, the axe was removed. After successful surgery, she reported continued her recovery in intensive care. Here you go. I got pictures for y'all. The axe in the old head. Now, nowhere in here does the doctor say if it would have gone one one hundred billionth of a centimeter to the right, she'd be dead. No, no, they didn't say that. And by the way, I never do believe them when they say that shit. Ooh, Paris Jackson goes full topless for moon ritual with friends? Hold the phone here a second. Whoa. She got nice little boobies. They blacked out her nipples, but she's got nice little boobies. Ooh, look at her with her little butt to the screen there. Hey, now. All right, here you go. This is from page six, everybody. 
But that story right there is not the uh, Coupe de Grasse at all. I'm talking about the lady with the axe in her head. Nope, nope, that's saved. That story is saved for this guy right here. Oh, man. The unnamed 48-year-old West Bloomfield, Michigan resident was part of a work crew working at a private home with two other workers. Um, Police have not released the name or the company. What happened was uh, he was at work, the man. He's working there. They're doing some landscaping work. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, his jacket gets caught on a tree branch. Now, the tree branch was no longer attached to the tree. No, the tree branch was on its own, and it had him stuck in it as it was being placed inside a wood chipper. And the man was pulled in, sounds like like back first, into a fucking wood chipper. Uh, West Bloomfield Police Department received a call about a co-worker getting stuck inside of a wood chipper. His co-workers were able to apply first aid and a tourniquet to the man who was in and out of consciousness. Paramedics transported him to the hospital, but he was pronounced dead before he arrived. I mean, this isn't like when you get your finger cut off and somebody snaps it up and puts it on ice in a Ziploc bag and it takes it to the hospital. This is a wood chipper. Wood chippers make this noise all day. (laughs) That's some racha shit right there. (laughs) The police department say it was like a tragedy. You think? Dude got pulled into a fucking wood chipper. It's something you can't prepare yourself for. And those officers, you know, we have to peer program... I'm telling you, this is the call I want to go on every damn day. Oh, I'm with you, Andrew. I want to hear the 911 call on this. 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, our buddy Jim, uh, we're working over here at the Smith House. We're a part of Acme uh, uh, Landscaping. Yeah, our buddy Jim was, uh, yeah, he got his jacket caught on the wood chipper, and the wood chipper drug him in. And we got parts of him, and we're, we're trying to put pressure on most of him where he's been chopped up, but we're going to need probably an ambulance down here pretty soon. Good God almighty. That is the worst way to go right there. That, that's the most painful thing. Like, if you have to start going foot first, going head first would be bad because it's going to hurt for just a second. You go legs first, man, that is a torturous way to die. I don't even like driving by wood chippers. It's too close. But God bless this man, and 
Oh, gosh. That is horrible. It was like a tragedy, but louder and more brutal and bloodier. But just like a tragedy. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, Ask Family, for being here. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Remember, tomorrow we're going to do covers, and we have the world's dumbest celebrities. We have the Mount Rushmore of dumbest celebrities happening tomorrow. So please come on back. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody.
Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.